You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek. Movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. And that time is actually true. Yeah, it's true this time. <laughs> this is now two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, go us. All right. Bare minimum. And I'm here with... Michael. We keep forgetting that part. It's very important. <laughs> is, is it, though? Yes! <laughs> You're like the, the other half if you don't of know who we are, Vision. If you don't know who we are at this point... Well, Stan Lee says every person's com or every comic someone's first comic. Well, so. go back and listen to the old episode, find out who we are. <laughs> oh, speaking of listening to the old episodes. Or read have... read the description. Is it in the description? It is. It is. A little quick little like two sentence blurb about us. <laughs> who are these guys? <laughs> we are far deeper than two sentences, Michael. But someone hit me up uh uh over the break and was like, You should go back and listen to the podcast where you guys reviewed Attack on Titan uh not the finale, but the episode where uh, Levi beats the Beast Titan, and we kind of do a recap of like those episodes. Uh, go, Wasn't credits. that just last week? No, 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 not, not, no, no, not that fight versus the Beast Titan. Round one, where he just beat the Beast Titan, season three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the hype is fuck. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, I'm dying. Um, I get a credit on my junior prediction head. I, it's the only predictions I make. I'm not really predicting. I'm just like in passing going, oh, man, what if? And I just happen to say, like, oh, bro, what if Aaron is going to become the Mad Queen Daenerys of this season or the, of this series? And what happened in season four? <laughs> Mad King Aaron or Attack Titan Aaron. Yeah, but much better than. Yes, far better. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the Mad Queen Daenerys twist we actually deserved. But yeah, so I'm only. And I don't even know. I don't even know if that's accident. an apt. I don't even know if that's an apt comparison because. Oh, you see what he's trying to do? He's trying to take away my, my, my no, prediction. No, I'm just thinking about it because <laughs> now you're not the only one making that. But like, because Daenerys turned her own people, the people that she wanted to liberate her more. Like, like Aaron don't give a fuck about these people. Like, oh. the, wait, what do you mean? Daenerys, like her becoming the so-called Mad Queen, yeah. it's because she started going against her ideals of because before she wanted to become the queen of King's Landing mm. to help the people. Yeah. So she, that was always her goal. Aaron's goal was always to, like, he's, he's never, he, he's never, it's not, I would say he'd be more the Mad Queen or the Mad King if he went back to Paradise Island and started killing them. Okay, fair. If you want to get really, like, specific, you're absolutely right. I think the Mad Queen Daenerys Attack Titan Aaron comparison is just a character that you think is, like, the, not pure, but, like, the, a protagonist, a good guy. But then slowly, the court, it's kind of like you didn't watch Code Geass, right? You never saw Code Geass, the anime? No. Well, it's another anime where like you're following a character that's kind of like Light from Death Note, and he's the good guy. But he's, he's got very extreme uh, 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 methods. And it's not until the very end of the series that you're like, wait, wait, and it's seamless, but you're like, wait, 
wait, is he the bad guy now? And then all of a sudden you realize that the, 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 the guy you thought was the protagonist this entire series ends up becoming, even though you might agree with him, you might not, but he ends up becoming the antagonist. And that was a little bit different because he was literally like a good version of Light from Death Note because his whole goal was, you're going, wait, he's the villain now? But you find out at the very end, this is kind of spoilers if you haven't seen Cody Geass. We're never going to watch it. If you want to watch it, nope, watch it yet. <laughs> but if anybody wants to watch it, just spoil it for Cody Geass. At the end, you realize that his plan was literally to become the villain of the whole world. That way, the world would have to unite to defeat him. So to, to unite the world, he became so, a villain. So he's almost Ozymandias. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that's a very good comparison. Yeah, exactly like that. Same kind of character type, too. Like the, the light type, smarter than you kind of thing. Um... So I feel like that's kind of what's happening with, with Aaron, where I don't think his end goal is like, I'm going to be a villain to unite the world. But that's kind of what's happening. I don't know if they're going to go all the way with it, where he even turns, or not turns, but if he like becomes, if, if his stance becomes uh, hard to follow for even like a Mikasa or a Levi or an Armin. Like if, he, if he gets so hardcore that you, you saw Mikasa with tears in her eyes, Aaron, mm. you've killed kids. You can't go back. What if he's like, I don't give a fuck, and you know what else? I don't give a fuck I mean, about kinda, anything he, he else. Kinda, he kind of did. <laughs> yeah, but like, what if it gets to the point where his own teammates are like, yo, you got to chill. He's like, nah, I'm not going to chill. Either you're with me or you're against me. Like, I don't want it to go that way. I don't want him to go full Mad Queen like the good guys have to fight Aaron now. But what happens if he gets more Titan powers? What happens if he does that level of power? I mean, well, he already does. I know, Warhammer Titan. Yeah, the Warhammer Titan. But what, if gets, like, what happens if that makes him so OP that people can't say shit to him anymore? Is Aaron going to stop? And Mikasa was like, hey, man, you got to stop for the sake of your soul. And he was like, fuck you. And then and all the Survey Corps were like, well, we're going to stop you. Or what if you want... Or even Here's a very realistic scenario. And now we're getting to like just predictions where the yeah. season might go. I was like, we haven't even started. Yeah, we haven't even started the review yet. <laughs> <laughs> but what if... He wants to do the rumbling. The the colossal titans destroy the rest of the world. But everyone that's like that's genocide. What if the other people on Parody Island are like, nah, man, that's that's pretty crazy. Don't do that. And he's like, nah, we're doing that. And I have the power to make it happen. What then? I guess we shall see. I don't know what then. <laughs> what and remember last week we were talking about what if Mikasa has to kill Aaron like like a Titan? Like literally cut him out, like the attack on his neck to stop him. I mean, I, don't, I, I honestly, especially after this episode, I'm like, I don't necessarily see it ended any other way. Oh no! <laughs> don't say that. No, it has to happen. Mr. Prediction had called it. I mean, unless <laughs> unless he unless he does calm down, but yeah, at this point, I don't see it happening. Yeah, he went real savage this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most savage. All right, but we'll get into it. Before we get into our topics this week, we're gonna be talking about Attack on Titan, clearly. And uh, the latest episode of WandaVision, which also, if people were complaining before about being too slow. Fuck those people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great episode. Um, and the news is work as per usual. Um, and if you want to throw in any reviews of anything you've seen, Michael, because I saw um, uh, the Korean horror series on Netflix. I think it's an original Netflix series called Sweet Home. I watched the entire thing. Yeah, I wanted episodes. to watch that. I didn't get a chance to. Uh, well, you want to hear my like five minute thoughts on it? Not spoilery? Sure. Okay. All right, I'll throw you that bone. Because there's another one called, I don't know if it's Korean or Japanese, called The Uncanny Counter. It's kind of the same thing. The Uncanny Mon- Counter? Monsters. Oh. Now Asian, I kind of want to check it out. Asian people. I haven't started it yet, but that's Ooh. another one that's on my... Hmm, okay. All right. I was mixed on it. Um, my girlfriend hated it, but she hates horror things in general, so take that with a grain of salt, but we'll get into it. Uh, before we get into all that, though, we So do... she must not like Lovecraft Country. 
I don't think she watched it. No. Yeah, me, neither of us watched it. Yeah, we're it's both racist. racist. <laughs> we're, both, we're both black and racist. The <laughs> biggest black property to come on TV in the longest time. <sighs> now I feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's get into emails. It's too black. It's too. Oh, it's bring too. that back. It's too black. All right, I got it. you. You highly recommend it. Yes. Perfect vision. Yes. Oh, you hesitated. <laughs> I hesitated. No, I hesitated because I was like, I loved everything, but I'm. I wasn't that big of a fan of the ending. Is it the ending ending or is it season one ending? As of right now, we're not sure. Oh. We're, I think we're getting a season two, but I I don't know. Is it satisfying regardless? Like if it I mean, ending? yeah, it's it's satisfying. Like at, like Watchmen. At like the Watchmen same time, one. the episode, the the way it ends is satisfying, but I feel like the the f- finale should have been like a two parter. Mm, felt rushed. Yeah, it felt rushed. Okay, all right. Well, I'd rather something feel rushed than feel super long. But yeah, okay, I'm gonna check that out. I have no reason not like I, I didn't have a reason why I didn't watch it. I just it's never, too black. It's too. I was it. I saw. <laughs> it's not even like black in the names. It's not like I saw the name. I was like, oh, it's too black. Yeah, you saw black people. You're I like, saw, what, what is this? <laughs> I saw a single black person. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. There's no white. <laughs> white is right, Jordan. <laughs> All right, let's get in. What is that? It's something like a motorcycle yeah, outside. It's like a monster. All right, talking about monsters. It could be a t- the jaw titan. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> All right, let's get into some emails for freaking topics. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. First email comes from Gilbert Ramos. Uh, podcast suggestions. Oh, we need those. Uh, I wanted to wait until you guys posted three episodes to make sure you guys were back. Well, this is the third episode, so... Don't jinx it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and now we're not going to go back to 2022. <laughs> Uh, here's a few suggestions for the Kung Podcast. One, this is this is like the third time we've heard this one. Boy season two. Since it's only nine episodes, should be an easy rewatch. Wow, he's straight up said like, nah, bitch, you gotta yeah, rewatch man. it. <laughs> uh, two, God of High School, the new Dragon Ball on steroids. Spoilers, the plot makes zero sense. Oh man, really? Well, that's not a ringing endorsement. <laughs> yeah, right. Cause I, I saw the first episode and it didn't, it didn't really make much sense. So for him to say that. I'm like, fuck. It definitely means the rest of the show didn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, and three, you should watch Onyx Equinox, the black anime. Did you see that? Did you love black things so much? <laughs> and I'm, I'm the racist in the podcast, apparently. I've never heard of it. Racist! <laughs> it's too black for Michael. The what? What is it um, called? Onyx Equinox. I think I saw the first episode of this on Netflix. Is that the anime that's like super like Egyptian looking? You're looking at me asking. I just or, said I've never not, heard not of Egyptian. it. Um, Mayan? It looks kind of Mayan. Look it up real quick. I think it's like a Mayan animated show. Uh, and it was really bloody. Like, it was, like, it, it did not seem as gory as it was going to be from just, like, watching the first couple seconds. But it gets dark. Is it on Netflix? I think uh, so. Yeah. I mean, based on these names, it's, it's, it seems my Aztec. Aztec, that's it. Okay. Miskutanekuli, Aztec god of the lowest underworld. Wait, let me see the picture. Is there a picture? Just make sure I'm thinking about the right thing. Mexican. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, it looks kind of like a, like a Korra or um, the Dragon Prince an- animation, but it gets bloody as fuck. That's all I need. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Michael loves that shit, so. Blood, sex, gore, and magic. <laughs> it's got, definitely has the blood and the, and the gore and the magic, so there you go. Uh, what happened? I keep talking. Oh. Uh, he says, I haven't watched myself, but hey, you watch Batwoman. It doesn't get any worse than that. <laughs> You're not wrong. 
Uh, email is short because I totally forgot what I was going to say. Lol. Stay nerdy, my blurry. Hope it's said it. I uh, hope I said it right. From a fellow Colombian blur. You said it right, bro. Thank blood you so much. Score, blood sex score and magic. Wait, is that a real shirt? Or did you make that shirt? I, ha- I had it made. Oh, you had it made. Okay, I was like, did you just find a shirt that said exactly I just, that? No, I, just came up, I came up with the design. Oh. Had, had somebody design it. Okay. Blur Vision merch. Put it on the shirt. Yeah. Okay, well. I guess speaking of which, stay off of fucking Twitter because there's WandaVision spoilers for episode six. Episode six? Yes. We're not even at five. Yep, exactly. How did they get to six? I don't know, but there's apparently like a blurry video, like 30-second video for episode six. What? So somebody at Disney's getting fired. I didn't see it, but I saw a lot of people talking about it like, oh, fuck you for posting the spoiler or whatever. And then I was a, I was a, I don't know. I don't know where it originated, but I saw people... I, fo- I saw people I follow talking about, oh, Disney probably needs to release it early because the spoilers going around. I don't release what episode six, <laughs> two episodes yeah, out, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> release release five and six. I mean, but then then one fucking per- I was able to avoid it, but then literally this morning, one fucking person I didn't see the video, but he said a little bit of what was in the video. He DM'd you or something? No, I was just I just happened oh, to be browsing. I just happened to be browsing Twitter. Oh, I hate and that. And I didn't. There was no because if I see if I see it because again I knew it was a video. So if I see any Wandavision videos, yeah, even, you look away. Yeah, I look away. I'm like, even if it's like a previous episode, I don't want to take the chance. Yeah. But then he didn't post the video. He just typed it in the fucking so tweet. So as you were reading it, it was like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was one of those. So I didn't realize what he was because I usually follow him just for like yeah gay new gay nerd news. I feel like spoilers are. Getting and then he's worse like, oh, I just saw the thing, and I, I and I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's what happened to me with the uh, end game with the. And granted, the what I read, what I read didn't. It wasn't like ma- At least to me, it wasn't like major. But I still don't. I still would have yeah, like not like to know that. Yeah, I get it. You wanted to be completely fresh. Yeah. Because especially since WandaVision is so heavily based on the mystery of what's going on and the plot and stuff, like to have that ruined for you is like what a douche move. But yeah, that same thing happened kind of with me with uh, YouTube recommendations where like I was avoiding Instagram and shit, like all the th- places that I thought I would get spoiled from. And out of nowhere, YouTube's like, hey, you want to be recommended the death of uh, Scarlet Witch? Or not Scarlet Witch, uh, Death of Black Widow? I was like, fuck, man! <laughs> well, now I know <laughs> that Black Widow's going to die. <laughs> Fucking yeah. ruined it for me. Uh, thankfully, it wasn't a huge, like it, it didn't really hurt my experience at all, but it was still like a, what the fuck? It's supposed to just getting worse in general. Like, I, I used to get so much shit on my page when I would post spoilers, like, even, like, the weekend of. Like, if someone came out Friday, I would try and wait, like, until one day or, like, at least Sunday to post spoilers. And even then, I got shit. But now it's gotten to the point where I've seen other big, like, uh, like fan accounts that will post one like, and almost spoiled me for this week's episode. He posted, like, a WandaVision spoiler the morning of Friday. And then his, his reasoning was, everyone's like, what the fuck, man? Too soon? What the fuck? Like, he posted, like, the biggest spoiler of the episode. And the guy was like, oh, well, I know to stay off the internet when it's 12 a.m. of the day something releases. I'm like, what the fuck? What kind of rationalization? Yeah, because that's kind of the guy. Because I, uh, when I saw it, I was like, oh, thank. I was able to avoid WandaVision spoilers, but now you, you're the one that pretty much fucked it up. And I posted a gif like, oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and he's like... Well, you didn't think to mute hashtag WandaVision spoilers because he had because he put in his, tw- his tweet hashtag one. I was like, 
I didn't think I needed to because I figured somebody wouldn't actually post it in their thing. I've seen other people talk about the WandaVision spoiler, but they didn't actually put it in their tweet. Yeah. They just said, oh, I saw it. He was like, well, oh, well. But the likes, much. Michael. I need them likes. <laughs> I need them likes and views, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. And honestly, a lot of it, like, I, over time, I started becoming more sensitive to that, just even doing the podcast with you, because I would get people, people still in our emails will tell me, like, thanks for spoiling Logan, and I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> so yeah, that's why, if you've noticed, I have uh, kind of cooled off on posting spoilers and just in general on my page, but that's a big thing. I feel like a dick. Anyway, next email, I think maybe the last email, uh, Julian Phoenix. Well, not a good suckable dick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, birthday shout out to Julian Phoenix. Can I get a belated birthday shout Happy out? Happy birthday. Happy birthday on the next podcast. Also regarding Black Panther, I predict Doom is going to kill him off screen and M'Baku takes over. Stay blurdy, thanks. I don't think so. I don't think so either. At least I, I hope not. I don't want him to die no, off screen. That's I, I think the more I think about it, I think he's just not going to be in this movie, but I think they're going to recast for the third one. <laughs> he's just like, what's the excuse? He's just like, Touring the world, doing Avengers shit. Or maybe I mean, there's a Shuri comic called Searching for Black Panther. So, I mean, they could adapt that. Oh, no. We're doing the Batwoman Where's Kate Kane thing. <laughs> yeah. No. But better, because it's not CW. Okay. All right, fair. I mean, all this is better. But, yeah, that was our last email. So, let's just get right into reviews of the week. Uh, you want to do Attack on Titan first or WandaVision? WandaVision. So huh? Let's do, I guess we were already talking about WandaVision. One division! That's to be in fun. It's me and it's you. Together, one plus one is more than two. One division. One division. Some sort of surprises. Come in all shapes and sizes. But it's rainbows and sun. It's you and it's me. I was like, well, WandaVision, episode oh, four. We're about Attack on Titan. I don't know. Okay, too late, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the choice you chose. Uh, I don't even know what this episode, WandaVision episode was called. It was like, interrupt uh, your... We Interrupt This Program. Yes, that's right. Because it was, I like that title because it's very appropriate for this week's plot. Because we just completely leave the uh, world of the sitcom that we've been stuck in for the last three episodes. And for all those motherfuckers out there going, oh, it's too slow. Oh, what's going on? Oh, this is like an MCU show. Where's actually the action? All the, like, what's happening? Here you go, motherfuckers. They laid it out, basically all of it for you. Every mystery that we've had, every question we've had in the last three episodes, and this fourth episode, they basically, they show you the, the other perspective of what's happening on the outside of the sitcom world that Wanda and Vision are in. And I like this episode a lot because it definitely feels the most MCU of all of them. And I love the fact that we get so many cameos from other characters in uh, the MCU movies we've seen. Especially because they didn't, you know, they're side characters in those movies. So they don't get much character development or much play. But in this episode, they were probably like the, they, not even probably, they did carry the episode. And I enjoyed seeing all of them. From James E. Wu and his little magic card trick that he got from Scott Lang mm -hmm. to fucking Thor or Natalie Portman's friend in Thor, Mew Mew, that girl, I forgot her name, Kat Dennings. Uh, Darcy. <laughs> Darcy. Um, and what was it there? Oh, and uh, what's her face? 
Monica Rambeau. It's racist. You yeah, remember everybody? Everybody with the black one. Well, she's the main one. I was getting her last because she's the main one. But you don't remember. Yeah, Monica Rambeau. I, I really enjoy. Oh my god. I'm like, how just, long have I been calling for Monica in the MCU? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I purposely forgot to spite you. <laughs> but I just love even the beginning of this episode where we start uh, in the middle of the unsnapping. Or what they call it the blip in the series. Oh, did we say spoilers? Oh. Yeah. Spoilers! spoilers <laughs> we always talk spoilers when it comes to episode breakdowns, people. If you don't want to hear WandaVision spoilers, too late. But if you, if you Every, else, Everybody's episode is the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I was like, I want to be a dick. Anyway, spoilers! <laughs> I can't help myself. But yeah, if you don't want to know why the bitch is for us, I'm so sorry. Uh, jump ahead in the episode breakdown. Uh, uh, the, it's in the iTunes description. Um, but yeah, full spoilers. And if you don't, oh, another thing, I'll just jump right into it. If you don't know what our rating system here. What the fuck is that? Tackle time, we breaking the internet today. Oh my god, we gotta talk about that! Fuck, man! Okay, if you don't know what racism here in Blur Version, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchpon. So Michael just showed me something that I want to talk about when we get to Attack on Titan. There is something going on, and I remember before when I talked to you about the episode guide and the, the episode's title, and this week's episode title? Uh, Gab the Assassin's Bullet. Assassin's Bullet. Yeah. Everyone on the internet is like, oh, Gabby about to do some shit this episode. I'm like, what does that mean? Who is she going to kill? Who's the assassin? Or who's the bullet? Or she's the assassin. Who, who's the bullet, who's the bullet for? for? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I, don't, I remember before I was like, I don't want anybody to die. That's anybody. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people died. I don't give a fuck about no-name people. Yeah. I only care about the people that we grew up with. Connie, Sasha, Gene, that group. What I time want- does the episode come on? I think sometime in the afternoon, because I always try and wait on Sunday to see the episode first, but it's always out after we finish recording. <sighs> but yeah, we're not talking about that yet, Michael. We're talking about <laughs> Vision. How did you feel about this week's episode? When would you rate it? I'd give it a perfect vision. I, too, would give it a perfect vision, and I, with, with a caveat that I wish it was longer. Like, the whole purpose of this episode and the whole title of this episode was we interrupt this program. Since we're getting out of the sitcom aspect of the world and considering the sitcom aspect of the world which each episode was damn near like 30 minutes or less than 30 minutes because every episode seems to have 40 minutes of credits <laughs> i wish that they fully went out of this program of the sitcom and made this like an hour long episode okay well so, in a so world if, we don't get an hour episode. So, so it felt different i wanted because i i felt like uh, that's that's my only complaint i just wanted this episode to be longer because mm. almost like in a mandalorian type of sense where every episode is a different length. It seems like with WandaVision, every single episode is the same length. Like a sitcom. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, but this episode was literally called We Interrupt This Program. Yeah. But other than that, like, I fucking love this episode, especially like the way this episode began. And it kind of makes me look down a little bit on Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. Because I remember that was one of your complaints that you made. It was too jokey how they treated the snack. It was very jokey. Yeah. And then when you get to this, you see like, no, this shit is not meant to be taken. Like, this shit is chaotic. Yeah. Especially, especially granted, I don't know how it works because they make it seem like everybody returned in literally the exact same spot that they disappeared from. Yeah. So I'm like, so what if I was in a plane? 
Well, remember Kevin Feige or somebody or one of the writers came out and gave an excuse for that or like a plot contrivance that the Hulk willed that when people come back, they come back safely. So even if they like were in a plane flying over the Atlantic, they would somehow be teleported to the shoreline or something like that. I guess because even in this episode, you saw like as a person was reforming back into the blip, somebody was walking into him. Yeah. So like, and one person, I'm not sure, but somebody was on like a gurney, and the gurney reappeared with them. No, no, no. They were pushing the gurney, and he appeared like in the gurney. Oh, I thought he appeared on the gurney. But I don't know if he oh. like I don't know if the gurney like the gurney's now part of him or if he, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't I don't think so. I didn't notice that, but just, that's part of my point. Yeah. No, no, the Hulk will everybody be okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's right. bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. But it's magic, whatever. This episode in particular more so than the other episodes, I could see where that 25 million yes went to because the way Granted, when it first opened, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Hmm. But the way Monica reformed herself, like that shit looked beautiful. And first, it took me a second to be like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Is this part of Wanda's thing? Oh, no. No, this is a flashback. Oh, shit. This is the snapping. <laughs> yeah, but like you could literally see like every particle of Monica coming together. Hmm. It just, it looked, that's like, I would say in terms of effects, that's like one of the best looking effects I've seen in almost any Marvel property, including the movies. Like, it was better CGI than Captain Marvel. <laughs> I feel like I agree with you. That's one of the first things I thought about in terms of, like, the budget. I remember before, one of our big points was, like, how the fuck does this cost $25 million an episode? But maybe that's, like, the general budget, but they didn't use the 20, all the $25 million for each of those first couple episodes. But then, and I saw a couple of previews uh, on the internet for the, the coming episodes. Nope, not looking at anything. Okay, well, it's, just, it's not anything spoilery. It was just flashes of things. And you could tell there's a lot more effects in the back half of this show than there was in the first half, which makes sense. You know, yeah. like, when we start going back into the real world, that's when we'll start getting the movie-level effects. So let's say they use half of that $25 and million also, I think, for the first episode, and they put that, that half toward the later half of the episodes. And I also think once we get more into the crack, like, I, th- I feel like this world is only going to start cracking from here on out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... How did you feel about Wanda in general? Like, did you feel like... Because I, I feel like for the normies at the end of this episode, it's Revelation, like, oh, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. But we knew from the day one this whole thing was Yeah, Wanda. literally somebody just uh, messaged me on Hinge saying, uh, if you don't know what Hinge is... It's a I don't. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, Tinder. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, somebody messaged me. was like, oh, my God, it was all Wanda. I was like, yeah, I knew that already. Yeah. <laughs> Swipe left <laughs> because you don't know shit. No, about we already we already matched. Oh, never mind. <laughs> that should be that should be a deal breaker. You're like, oh, you're dumb. Never mind. Swipe well, yeah, but I was like, I was like, I already figured that already. But and this is something I was gonna get to. I mean, yeah, I, I guess we could get to it now. I still think she's being manipulated. Oh, you do. And you I said that it. he was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I still think she's being manipulated. Think it Mephisto kind uh, of thing? And the reason I think that, I guess we could, yeah, we'll just jump into it. Just jump it. into it. But the reason I think that is because when we got to the ending and Wanda went all Cosmic Karen. <laughs> on, uh, Cosmic Karen. On, Ger- on, on Geraldine, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. And the first time we saw her summon her powers. Yeah, actually use her powers in the yeah. show. It was like, oh, I can see it now. The first time we saw her do that and then she ejected Monica out of this world. What, if you look how at- How did she not die? <laughs> she got visioned, which is like thrown through walls. Yeah, and shit. but I mean, if it's if the world if it's not real, oh, okay, is, All right, fair, fair. Is that a real wall? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, 
after she did that, if you see the look on her face, she looked like, like, what, what did I just do? Mm. Like, she looked like she was shocked that she did that. Yeah. So because of that, I'm like, eh, that, uh, something's not right there. I don't think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So you think it's like a deal or something she made to give her, to amplify her power to do these things or something like that? And like she's, or, or she's she in learned, control, but or, she's not a hundred percent. Or she control. learned something because also you have to think about it from because supposedly based on this episode, this takes place three weeks after Endgame. Okay. Which I didn't even know that. Yeah, because they they say in the beginning it's three weeks, three weeks later. Oh, you you only been back three weeks or something like that. Talk, uh, talking to Monica. Okay. And so this is this also takes place before Spider Man Homecoming. And so between Endgame and this, something would have had to happen for one, because we just saw in Spider-Man, and, Spider, and I was about to say Spider-Man Endgame. <laughs> Different movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in Westview. Everything's melding together. <laughs> but we saw between this and, uh, and uh, Endgame, like when she fought Thanos, she wasn't manipulating reality. Otherwise, she would have did that to attack Thanos. Mm-hmm. So something happened in those three weeks. For her to discover that she can now warp reality, or maybe she made a deal, or whatever. I think it also gives a funny like um, epilogue to that moment that her and Clint had at the end of Endgame, where he's like, "Yeah, I hope that uh, Nat knows that you know we won, or everything's good, or whatever." And she said the same for Vision. It's like, "Yeah, I hope he knows too." And then, so in Wanda's mind, she was like. Yeah, I'm gonna make that fucking know for yeah, sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, revive I'm gonna his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my man back. Fuck you. <laughs> So, and then also, not even just that, but like, if it's actually true that Wanda's a necrophiliac. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, that was my next question. Is she really puppeteering Vision's corpse? That was, was spoiled for me. Yeah, that's tech, for she's technically not a necrophiliac because he's not human, but it's damn near the same thing. I mean, is, she, is it really necrophilia or is it the equivalent of if a girl uh, uses a dildo without batteries? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's te- that's what I'm saying. He's technically not human, but. You know, dildo just broke. That's all. It's just fine. So yeah, so that's that's the question I have. Like, is that actually Vision's dead corpse parading around, and she's using her magic to glamour him, or did she imagine that? I. It goes back to what I was saying last week, though, where it's like if everyone else in this world is real, and it's just like her powers creating like this weird other world or illusion or or whatever it is, reality bending. But if the people themselves are real, why would that be any different for Vision? And if it's well, we don't know because I mean, she, she manifested kids out of nowhere. That's true. That's absolutely true. That's a good point. We don't know, but I would just feel like all the all the main players that have like quote unquote speaking line, and I would also give credence to why there's some vision there where he even has moments of clarity where he's like, wait, this isn't right, Wanda. What's going on? I feel like if it was he was all illusion, he wouldn't have those moments of clarity. Yeah. So he she's kind of brought him back to some extent. And that's kind of is that kind of the point? I don't think Wanda would do it if it was just a. He's not alive at all. It's, it's completely an illusion or you know a fake reality. But then that also goes to the point that I'm making that... And if, also if, if persists. When fucking what's her name? Monica got thrown out the, the illusion. She still had the clothes. Yeah, she still had the clothes. Yeah, and even when they brought back the, the rope that was attached to the beekeeper guy, who wasn't a beekeeper, he was just in a hazmat suit. Mm-hmm. It was a jump rope. So like when it came... Think, and that was another question we had. When things come out of the illusion, do they persist? And they do. But that, that's, that's kind of the point that I was making. So at some point, like she had to get his body... In those three weeks, mm. like so, there's something like there's some. <laughs> I feel like conversation. Hey, uh, Tony, can yeah, I, can I, I borrow? Can I, well, not Tony. Tony's dead. <laughs> oh yeah, word. Then who had it? Like it was, happy? It, was, it was in Wakanda. Oh, that's so right. maybe. Sure. So, I don't know if they mailed it back <laughs> in that time. Like, 
not sure. Can you uh, UPS me bitch's yeah, body real quick? <laughs> so there's so there's something there. There's yeah. something there that we're not that we don't know yet. I, I I just think yeah. I don't think it's just just Wanda. Yeah, I don't think they would also give us that the, the all the answers in this episode. So they give us one level of answers, and I feel like from Monica's perspective, she thinks it's all Wanda. But I absolutely agree that there is something else going on, and I'm even more into the Mephisto theory because another question I had last week was like, why are they hex? Remember I was like, there's theories going around that it's Mephisto because 666 hexagons have six sides. And one of the questions on that board, when why is it a hexagon? Why are they hexagons? You know what I mean? Like, so, so even the creators or the writers want us to like, think about why those shapes are there. And something something I learned though, uh, after we record the hexagon is the, uh, aim logo. Are they aim though? Advanced idea mechanics. No, they're not they're aim. They're not aim. But because we thought the hazmat suit guy was aim. But yeah, we thought so. So maybe that maybe it is because uh, aim are bad guys, right? Aim are bad guys. Okay. So is this like Hydra two point So yeah, they might end up doing that with where where aim is the Hydra to sword shield. Mm. Which I don't know if I, feel I mean like, she was. I feel Hydra. like that might be a little bit redundant, but they may do that. But she was Hydra. She she was Hydra. So maybe somebody like a, a Von Strucker type came to her and was like, hey, you lost your man, but I know this witch Agnes over here. She can help you meet the devil, and he can give you powers to bring her back. You know what I mean? Like something like that, maybe. Maybe. But to I, what end? Why would a, why would a, a Hydra or AIM want to manipulate Wanda to make a reality? Who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm drawing blood. But that's why I like this show so much, because it just it raises questions like that. But no, it's so boring and slow. <laughs> and, and, the thing, and the thing I also loved is when they showed the whiteboard with all those questions, like, it was a lot of questions that, that a lot we of, had. yeah, that we had. So it shows that these writers had vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. That, that was yeah. a Jordan pun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, they, they know what questions we're asking while watching. It was it was all purposeful. So I like I like the fact this episode was really going back to all those weird moments in the last three episodes and showing you why they came to be like like I didn't realize that it was James Wu that was that voice in the radio going Wanda Wanda who's doing this to you Wanda I oh, know I figured that out. you figured that you could tell though from at voice. first at first I thought it was Chris Evans because it sounds like Chris Evans then I was like no mm. I think that's I know Jimmy Wu I know he's supposed to be in the show so that was that was him <laughs> like I liked. Uh, her name's Kat Dennings, right? Kat Darcy? Denning, da- yeah, Darcy. Yeah, I like Darcy in this more than I liked her in Thor. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah like she she's actually a really good Felicity, mousy nerd type that brought a lot of levity to And them. they didn't play her as a joke. She still had jokes, but... Her in, personality was But a in joke. Thor, she was just a joke. Yeah. She was making up, she's like, mew, 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 mew. That's yeah. just like dumb humor. But in this, she was, she was really... She seemed smarter in this. Well, you know, she is, because before she was in Thor, she was just an intern. So in it, but in this, she's oh. she's a doctor. Oh, she leveled up. She leveled up a lot. What? So what happened? She's the, like a Pokemon. That, yeah, we're the scientist guy that wasn't wearing pants in dark in Dark World. Did since he became an idiot, she was like, "I'm gonna get my doctorate. Fuck this shit." Probably. <laughs> okay. But I mean, it's been basically like years. ten. It's been yeah, like ten years since Thor. Yeah. And now, because this show takes place in 2023. Mm, okay. Okay. So no coronavirus. We're in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's in Westview, New Jersey. I was like, wait, is there a Westview in New Jersey? Oh, no. Oh, there's not. I didn't no, even look it up. There's a Westview, there's a Westview Road. I was hyped that there was a... Uh, when they said Jersey, Jersey, I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's why I looked at it. I was like, is there a... West- I'm going to drive there right now. Let me see if I see a... F- <laughs> You're for the sign. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, here, Wanda. I'm here, Wanda. <laughs> I, won't say, I won't say Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, 
what what else? What, is there any other moments in the episode that you really liked? I'm trying to think about them. Um, because that that, that go, vision thing was a big like. Whoa. Going back to Darcy, I do like that because it makes sense that she, it, they weren't able to figure anything out until she got there mm. because of her experience with Thor. Yes. So she kind of knows what to look for in terms of what I rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of like any magic or anything, then they they and they mentioned the cosmic microwave radiation. Mm. Which is the same thing that made the Fantastic Four in the comics. Oh. So I'm like, is, I didn't even realize that. I'm like, is that going to connect? Because she says, because the guy was like, wait, they said the levels of radiation was perfectly fine. She said, for, for now. now. Yeah. Which so, tells me, yeah. That once Wanda's powers go full wacky. And what do you think the end game here is? Do you think. Uh-huh, we this- already had that. Ah! <laughs> do you think in the same way that they brought in like a Darcy and a Monica Rambo and a James Wu, are they also going to call? Because like you know they're dealing with an adventure here. They're dealing with Wanda warping reality. They're they're in over their heads. You know what I'm saying? Why not call an adventure? And they call an adventure. Who are they going to call? It's going to be Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, I think if. They call it an Avenger. It has to be Doctor Strange. It connects yeah, exactly. to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Who else would be qualified to handle Wanda? Yeah. But another wizard. Do they have him on speed dial for Endgame? Maybe. Maybe. Because I'm like, it, it, he doesn't seem like the type to be like, yes, I'll be called in my sword. I'm here to help. Like. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how they would. I guess maybe contact another Avenger that would know, like, I guess Sword would know Hawkeye, and Hawkeye would know how to contact Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's really the only thing I can see. That, and, but it makes sense why you would bring in like a, an Avenger to help stop an Avenger. Especially when they now realize that from Monica that it's Wanda. So you would need somebody like a Doctor Strange to come in and maybe talk to And then I down. saw a lot of theories, which I don't necessarily think, but it could happen. What? After, she got, after Monica got ejected and that whole cosmic radiation, now she has, now she has her powers. Mm. Oh, I also like the Easter egg when they showed her mom's plaque. It was... Uh, Photon. Photon, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Are they really going to do it? I hope they do it. Please. In a world where I know, they're she's placed... Gonna, I, I, I didn't... I, I, mean, I was like, I don't think she's going to get her powers to Captain Marvel 2, but maybe she might get her powers at the end of the series. Man, in a world where we're talking about Black Panther potentially being killed off or something, kill Captain Marvel. Replace Oh, no. Her. They're definitely not going to do that. Replace her with fucking Monica Rambeau. They're definitely not doing that. <laughs> she's a better actress. I like. She's more endearing to me. I like her more. I don't want Cosmic Karen. <laughs> fuck, de- fuck out of here, Captain Marvel. No, I was going to say Cosmic Karen is Wanda. <laughs> no. <laughs> if I'm going to give Cosmic Karen to anybody, it's definitely fucking Captain Marvel. Though I see, I know where you're coming from calling uh, uh, Wanda Captain, Cosmic Karen in this instance. But but no, they're definitely, not, they're definitely not killing off Brie Larson. Why? It's going to be Brie Larson and, and, and Spectrum. She's earned nothing. <laughs> buddy, buddy cop duo. <laughs> Just this. So unlikable, and there's nothing about her that was earned. They may even pull a moment what they did in the comics where Monica merges with Carol. Does that get rid of Carol? No, they're Carol. They're still. God damn it! It's it's like fusion. It's like Firestorm. It's like fusion, basically. Vegito. Where they where they merge to become more more powerful. She's black and white. But Carol's on still. Get the fuck out of here! So she doesn't look. It doesn't look like a combination of them. It's just straight up Carol. It's Carol colored in yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Kill that bit. Anyway, um, but yeah, and the episode just kind of ends on like a like a dark, foreboding 
kind of like, oh shit, Wanda's kind of scary now. Like <laughs> very, very much. Like <laughs> this this episode gave me a lot of hor- like horror vibes. Very much so. I think it's so cool how this, especially with for the, Wanda, especially the, the scores. Oh yeah, but for Wanda and even the side characters, like there's so much depth and development happening for these characters in this TV show, which just gives me like the most anticipation for the other. MCU shows because if this is how they're going to treat their characters this is everything I wanted like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be you know what I mean mm-hmm. like things, or, or any of the Netflix Marvel stuff things that give character build these stories out but then also have has consequence because it actually does tie back to the movies and not even just that it just goes to show the strength and granted it's gotten better with time but just the strength of the Marvel pantheon and how it really does seem like a long-form television show because you mm-hmm. look at when when they introduce a Jimmy Woo and when they introduce a Darcy, you're just like, oh, okay. Like, but if you haven't, if you didn't watch the Thor movies or you didn't watch Ant Man, yeah. you see these two characters show up, you're just like, eh. who cares? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But they were just actors. or even when, like doing the card trick or seeing Darcy, say, yeah. yeah, or seeing Darcy level up with the, the with the science and that you're just like, you know where you know you started from the bottom. Now we're here. You saw where they came from, and now you see where they are. And so you appreciate all mm-hmm. of these moments. It, it's a very good point. I'm just going to add that it's, and I saw someone else comment this online, so it's a very good point. It's those small moments, like, like you just said with Jim, James Wu, just doing the, the magic trick, the card flip that he, got, he learned from Scott Lang. Small, small, blinking, you'll miss it moments like that. Or even finding, out that, it, even finding out that Monica's mother died. Yeah. You feel more for her because you've seen that her as a child in Captain Marvel. But it's those, all those really small character moments is what makes the MCU feel so real and makes it feel lived in and makes you want to keep coming back because you think these characters are organic enough that they keep growing. They Although I do sad. have questions. <laughs> like what? I'm like, so S.W.O.R.D. has been around since the 90s. 80s. No, uh, Captain Marvel took place in the nineties, so it makes it oh, seem. Oh, that's right. Like, you're right. Make it like was 90s. she started. She started. Uh, after she started to develop sword after her incident with with Carol. Mm-hmm. I'm like, a where she get the money to start sword? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't seem like she was rich well, in Captain Marvel. I'm sure maybe she got the connection to Nick Fury, and they they hooked her up with some funding. Maybe, I don't and then know. maybe after the Thor thing, like the first Thor movie, and then after, especially Infinity War and Endgame, they but, gave them. But more then funding. that's my other point. So Sword was around during the first Avengers. Where the fuck were they? <laughs> exactly. Especially <laughs> since, because they make a point to say before the snap. They were focused on space because mm-hmm. they talk about the astronauts in space, and that, that could be another reference to Fantastic Four because they say there are still astronauts in space that are missing. Mm, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, Fantastic Who Four. Who said that? Uh, the the director of the white Sword. Guy? Yeah, the white guy. Oh, okay. Because remember, there were you know half the universe mm-hmm. they had astronauts they were part of that half yeah they're still missing what the fuck Hulk <laughs> yeah. bring him home bring your brothers home Hulk <laughs> so that could be another fantastic yeah and, but uh, he mentions that yeah that uh, before the snap before the snap they, yeah, they were focused on space but after that now they're focused on more terrestrial stuff so now S.W.O.R.D. instead of being called the sentient world observation response uh, division which is what they're called in the comics in the MCU and now it's a sentient weapon mm. I also think that in my I don't know this but in my head canon I would assume after Hydra like completely infiltrated and basically destroyed S.H.I.E.L.D. from the inside out they would put more 
investment into something like sword right because now that they shit, were, I, sword I, I would think so thing but then i'm also still like okay sentient weapon again why won't you all around during ultron <laughs> shut up talking about a sent- <laughs> talking about a sentient weapon <laughs> shut, shut, shut up <laughs> nick fury was there and uh that's where he got the helicarrier from so that's the only thing i'm i'm a little like all right and then i'm but i'm also hoping that this because it seems like they're going this direction of having just sword just take the place of shield yeah but i'm like no it's supposed to be a sword and a shield like and then yeah, but they were like they were like Age of Ultron. They make it seem like when Nick Fury came with the helicarrier, they made it seem like Shield was being rebuilt. But I, we haven't seen or heard or anything. At the time, I felt that way. But now with with other movies that have come out, especially now with WandaVision, I feel like that was they could retcon that and be like he got the helicarrier from Sword, you know what I mean, or something like that. They got, that's where he got the funding to have that from. Well, if, you watch, only, if you watch Agents of Shield, he got it from the Shield show. Coulson. Okay, well, fuck that shit. <laughs> but this is the thing where, yeah, you know, they've. I just felt like Nick Fury was like a solo operation type of thing, and he's out there now in space with the scroll or whatever. And then but, that's another thing. If if Monica, if if Maria Rambo started Sword, what the fuck was Nick Fury doing at the end of? I thought he was. The reason he was in space is because he was starting Sword with the scrolls. Nope, nope. Monica Rambo's mother started, and he's just working there now. <laughs> Is he working there, or was he just? I don't because the, the, yeah, because that, that makes me wonder what is Nick Fury doing. But they're, they're I guess Nick we'll Fury find show, out, right? So. Yeah, he's getting a show, Secret Invasion. So I guess we'll find out. So they'll probably flush all that out then. But yeah, I'm excited, and the more the show goes, the more I'm just like I I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah, like all those complaints people have about being slow or whatever. It's like, oh my god, you three you can't, and they're not even like they're not even hour long episodes. I watch something long and slow. I watch Sweet Home for Netflix. That's long. That's hour episodes. There's ten of them. That's long and slow. <laughs> this is thirty minute chunks of a mystery. It's interesting. You can't sit for an hour and a half and and just watch a sitcom with your favorite Avengers that have all these like little Easter eggs and 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 hints at a, a, a deeper mystery. Then what the you got you need, you need to fix your attention span, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then it on? also just goes because all those people like oh this episode because I saw a couple people say it on Twitter like well, some, one person was like oh just skip the first three episodes of Wandavision just start with episode what? four <laughs> or so or, you skip all the mystery yeah or or oh now we're finally getting into something I'm like this episode means jack shit without you, the, without the first three episodes. It's called a payoff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't jump into the payoff without the build-up. You don't jump into Avengers Infinity War without seeing the other movies. Yeah, that'd be like, oh man, the MCU's so slow. Just jump right to Infinity War. <laughs> like, but then again, I guess there there might be some people that like that. There are people that like that. Because I've heard, yeah, I've heard people, oh, I wanted some action. No. <laughs> no, what you need is a, a, a longer attention span. That's what you need. <laughs> you don't need action. A- OC, not OC, uh, ADDS. Anyway. Uh, it's a perfect vision for both of us? Yes. All right. And let's get into Attack on Titan. This week's episode was called Assault.
motherfucker getting assaulted. I need to record my reaction to these, these episodes because I'd be freaking the fuck out. I cannot tell you what a 180 of like fuck yeah when we were doing the recap at the beginning of the episode to the very next moment of like yeah, that oh, was no. bad. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, he killed. <laughs> I'm like, and you know what that does? Again, I just, this is the best to me real and real time lessons as a writer. That tells you that you're not even safe in a hype moment that ends, even in your climaxes. You can't feel safe. You can't be like, oh, I can't wait next episode. They're gonna kick ass. No, you have no idea what's gonna happen. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it, it 180 so for me while all the devil's getting fucking shredded with the Panzer units, machine gun fire. I'm like, bro, can I get 10 seconds of happiness? <laughs> no, gone. <laughs> And I, yeah, I thought, I, I guess I should have known better, but I was like, oh, yeah, the, the uh, jaw titan is done. Yeah. We were both like, man, if you don't die, I'm be mad. And then when they showed up with the, with the, with the uh, cart titan and, and the, the machine guns, bro. And then the beast titan showed bro. up and they started getting like the rocks thrown at them and it looked like things shit was over. I was like, oh. And then when they <laughs> talked about uh, when, when Peck, whatever the fuck her name uh, is. Peak? Yeah. Started talking about the army showing up and yeah, you like, surrounding hey, the uh, whole. Relax, Jaw Titan. We're in control of this fight. I'm like, since when? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and then they show it. I was like, what the fuck are they gonna do? <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's so funny because I feel like I'm in the survey court with them. I'm like, what are we gonna do, guys? <laughs> What's the plan? <laughs> You're like, I'm like, I'm like hiding behind fucking doors with them. I'm like, oh shit. But even still, but then with that, just to show how still like how badass and how adept they have been become as work working as a team like just to see the upgrade of of the survey corps if we had seen that lineup of all the enemy titans versus the survey corps and aaron in season two our boys be wiped out there'd be no fight there but the fact that they they pulled it like in the fucking the bottom of the last inning fucking 10 points down they came back with like fucking pendulum swing to the other i'm like yo my boys, <laughs> Beast Titan, fucking Cart Titan, Jaw Titan, all there in the line, and that even just the ending before the actual theme song, when when uh, uh Levi is like, everyone survive, and the and Beast Titan's like, kill them all, and they do that charge, and it ends with Levi coming at the Beast Titan. I was like, oh, it's so fucking hype. <laughs> but I I thought they were fucking fucked. Oh I, yeah, I thought they were fucked. I was like, yo, did, was there no plan? I, I knew that Armin was still out there somewhere, but I was like, he can't use that power in the middle of the fight because it would kill everybody, not just the their side, but yeah. our side too. Yeah. So going into it, I was so I'm like, yo, don't tell me that they came in here and because Aaron didn't have a fucking plan, now they're gonna get fucking our boys are gonna get massacred. And it also kind of goes. It also kind of shows the power of the of the colossal titan, but then also like the weakness of it. Because I feel like, aside from the explosion it creates when he be transforms, it's almost kind of useless. I think only a small number of titans can fight the colossal titan, though. If you're the beast titan, you can throw shit at it. If you're the jaw titan, maybe your claws and jaws are fast and strong enough to tear up its ankles and make them fall or something. But almost every other titan can't really do shit to the colossal titan. Anymore. No, they can't do anything. But I still feel like it's because it's too big to move to really attack you. So you could always dodge its attacks. Yeah. I guess you could use the steam. I mean, but the but other than that, I feel like for the most part, just besides the explosion, it's kind of useless. I mean, but you realize the, and I, I've realized this more now, especially in the season. But the analogy of the colossal titan is nu is nuclear weaponry. It's he's literally a nuke. And I feel like it's not a coincidence that this the mangaka is Isayama. He loves war and how war is waged. And 
this is an example the of who? Isayama. He's the mangaka. The, the artist for the manga. The artist and writer. It's like, what the fuck is a migigaka? Oh, mangaka. <laughs> I got nerdy, sorry. <laughs> but he's... It's not a coincidence that the reason why the ties have turned in the favor of the Survey Corps in Paradise Island is because they literally got nuclear weapons. They literally got a nuclear bomb. Mm-hmm. And they took... They, they disarmed the nuclear weaponry from Marley. And you see the, 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 the consequence of that in the beginning of this season where the rest of the world is like, oh, they've been disarmed. They don't have their nuclear bomb anymore. They're weaker. And they've been taking advantage of that. And I think it's not a coincidence that it's, he's literally a metaphor for a, a nuclear explosion. So he, as long as you're the Colossal Titan, you were literally armed with a nuclear weapon. So I think that's the whole point of that character. And when he showed up, oh man, Armin, when he turned around, I was like, is that Armin? Yeah, I thought, I was like, I, as soon as I saw the hook, I was like, that's, that's got to be somebody. Then I, I was like, oh, yellow hair, that's Armin. <laughs> Although I'm like, I don't understand Japanese anime and like feminizing Making guys look like women. Because he's pretty? Yeah. <laughs> I like his glow up. He looks more masculine now than he did when he was a kid with the longer hair. No, he still looks. He looks more. He looks more like Mikasa. He looks more. He looks the most boyish out of everybody else in the, in the show. That's for sure. And it's not to say like, oh, you don't like feminine guys. I like no. my men strong. That's what no, you're that's not. The, but it's like they do that. I feel like they do that a lot. So I'm wondering like, what is that? I mean, but they only, it's weird for Attack on Titan because they do both. Like, they have, like, the pretty boy anime characters, like Levi, Armin, even Aaron to an extent. But then you see people, like, on the other side, like, the, the, the German people all look all fucked up. <laughs> they, yeah. they look like actual adults. Because they're supposed like, to be. I guess they're evil. Like, the general. Like, he looks like his face is all masculine. They're, all, fucked they're, up. they're evil. That's yeah. <laughs> um, and then even with Armin, he, he creates a nuclear explosion that wipes out, what, 30,000 troops, they said, that was in that fleet mm-hmm. in one instant. And they show him, and he's like... He feels bad. He, he doesn't feel good. You can see it in his face. He's like, yo, is this what you saw, Bertold, when you did, when you were the Colossal Titan? Like, he's, he's not like, fuck yeah, for, for Paradise Island, kill all the fucking Marleans. Really, it's only Aaron, which that's what scares me is like, what happens when they have the conversation with Aaron this episode, probably, when it's like, yo, man, uh, so what was that all about? We're killing kids. We're doing that. I mean, <laughs> like, it is Aaron, but it's not because based on this episode, it does seem like because he's the idea guy that this was Armin's idea, and obviously he had to be okay with it to the extent to carry out the idea. But I think that it's not like they did it for like offensive reasons. They did it because Aaron was already doing it, and it's like if we don't help him, we're gonna lose him. Because clearly, you see that if it, if they didn't show up. Aaron would have got got almost immediately. Yeah. Between the Warhammer Titan and the anti-Titan artillery shit. And then if all the other Titans showed up, he'd be done. So it was, I think for them, it was more like a thing where he forced our hand now. So either we help him, and the only way to help him is to slaughter motherfuckers to get him out. Or we let him get killed. If we lose Aaron, we lose the war. And even Armin said that. If they lose Aaron, they lose, fuck the attack, attack Titan. It's more so they lose the founding, the founding Titan. Yeah. yeah, they need that. Um... And it's just so funny that they now they have like the two ultimate Titan weapons <laughs> in their arsenal. And just those two, plus the Survey Corps, are enough to completely wipe out the Marleans. Because when I tell you, I thought I would be disappointed by something that happened in this episode. But I was so fucking hyped. The rematch between Levi and Beast Titan, if you can even call it that. <laughs> it wasn't even a rematch. <laughs> Bro. Were you disappointed by that, or did you? Were you like me and you were like, "Fuck yeah, Levi"? I mean, I, I, I wanted a little bit more, but no, yeah, I was like, the way they did it, especially when they were all distracted by that. He just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, where the fuck did he come from?" That's how I felt. Because at first I was like, 
am I disappointed that they didn't have like a dope ODM sequence like what they did in the last fight? But I think for the impact of that moment, and maybe I don't know this yet. I'm hoping it's not like a a budget or time limitation because they don't have the ability to animate those sequences that they did before with wits. It might be the case that they just didn't have time to do that. I don't know what it was like. The May, I don't know because I feel like they the stuff that they did animate was dope. Yeah. But, you know, maybe they just didn't have time to animate some crazy Levi versus B-Side thing. But whatever the decision, whatever the reason was, I think it was a dope creative decision, regardless if it was in the manga or not. Because it's just so... We've already seen the epicness between the B-Side and the Levi. We don't need... Like, you're not going to outdo it. You know, you might... You could try, but the odds of outdoing that moment where he fucking just went ham on the B-Side in Season 3 and destroyed him. We've already experienced that. We've reached that high of a high. The only thing you can do now is show the complete dominance of Levi over the B-side. And what better way to do that? Not with an epic ODM sequence he did in season three. Now it's just, oh, you thought there was going to be a fight? You think because he called out Levi, it was going to be an actual fight this time? No, you saw what that man could do to him. <laughs> so of course he got bullied. One swipe. <laughs> Yo, and then he just dropped the grenades on him. I'm out. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Question, though. You think he's dead? No. Right? It, you, it's too easy. It's too easy. And they even sh- it was also weird to me that up until that moment, the Beast Titan wasn't even like around. Like he left uh, when things popped off because he, he got told by that random Survey Corps soldier who wasn't Armin, I guess, mm-hmm. to that the general wanted him or something. He he fucked off. Plus, I do feel like there has to be a confrontation between Armin and Zeke. I mean, uh, uh, Zeke and Aaron. Aaron and, yeah, Aaron and Zeke. Same. Do you think it's a thing where he knew the attack was coming and let that happen or something? Do you, or do you think it was just complete domination on the part of the lead Survey Corps? Because it almost seemed that, to me uh, easy. Yeah, like, I don't know. Even he, when he threw all those rocks, it didn't. he didn't kill anybody. Not a single person was killed by the Beast Titan. What's up with that? Maybe, because I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Because he did say Aaron's not his enemy. So yeah, maybe. but he still did, did, did the, the pitcher throw that he did in Season 3 against all those buildings. You would think he would have got somebody. Maybe they're just that good at hiding. Maybe. I mean, maybe. It was just so odd to me. I'm like, yo, he didn't do shit. <laughs> and then John Titan was like, oh, shit, the warship is here. Yeah. Two seconds later. Oh, he's down. <laughs> oh, no. And really. But, I mean, I guess that's that That could also be, to, to, and I don't know, but that, that could also probably be to show how, uh, how much they've uh, improved, improved mm. against, against him the first time when he pretty much decimated Irwin's team. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, I love the juxtaposition between the Jaw Titan, how he is now. Because I think the Jaw Titan is supposed to represent how Aaron was. And when you see how Jaw Titan acts now versus how Aaron acts, Aaron is calculated. He's always thinking two moves ahead. He doesn't act without having Mikasa by his side. Before, he would just run in and shit like that. But now it's the Jaw Titan doing that shit. And really... It's the Jaw Titan's fault they lost. Because if he had actually stayed next to the Beast Titan and the, and the, uh, the Cart Titan, they at least would have had an ability to flank and maybe even stop Levi from killing him. Or fucking, you know what, whatever he did to him. Mm-hmm. But because he ran out like, oh, I'm going to stop him. He got immediately fucked up. <laughs> who, who was it that cut his uh, arms off? Was that Mikasa? His arms? Remember when he tried to go after the blimp? Oh, he cut his leg. Mikasa cut his legs off. That, that's why I was, was, so that was her. Yeah, and then Aaron... Fucking manhandled him, threw him to the ground, and then ripped off his arms. Well, before using his jaw to break. Uh... Okay, I was gonna ask you this too. Did you see that coming? When they first show him, I did not. Aaron, I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
when they first show him swipe at Aaron, and Aaron uses uh, the chrysalis thing of the Warhammer to block it, and it makes that, that, that the scratch marks. I was like, oh, he's gonna use the, the Jaw Titan's claws to somehow rip open the chrysalis. I did not for one second go, no, he's going to use Jaw Titan to make a smoothie. <laughs> to make a Titan human smoothie. Yeah, because I didn't think that. I thought you had to eat the whole body, not just some of the blood. I think they explained that it's the spinal fluid or whatever that contains the Titan powers. So I guess if you do smoothify a person, yeah, you guess, do yeah. get their, their, their blood. The, yeah, the spinal juices, right? But that was fucking... Because the way he did it, it almost made it seem like the Jaw Titan, because I thought... If you smash it within the jaw titan's mouth, then the jaw titan will get the power, and then I guess that would he would have to end up eating the jaw titan. Maybe, but it, I think it's, he used gravity. That's why he put it over his head, so it was like a juicer, and he juiced down into his mouth. Rather, if he had done it like you know down, it would have fallen down into war or uh, jaw titan's mouth because he did it over his head. Which is that just that image of I mean, like. <laughs> That whole moment, I'm just like, oh, like, and you hear fucking uh, Galliard going, no, please, no. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nah, I'll eat you. <laughs> oh my god, it was so that's the savagery that Aaron has become. Like that's that's evil. Like it's, I grant it. I keep going back to it. it's all gray. Nothing's good. Nothing's evil. But just that image looks monstrous. <laughs> and, she, and she couldn't do anything. She's trapped in that like crystal. No, you can see in her face, like her eyes just like, please no. <laughs> please don't do this to me. <laughs> so I'm like, is this the plan to kill Annie next? We don't know what happened with Annie. Is she still in that chrysalis? I assume if he ate the jaw titan. Well, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Because uh, we saw Hans, so. And she was watching. Wasn't she watching over Annie? I remember she was in like in a jail type of thing. So I don't know. But I just feel like the. the now that we have a method of breaking open those chrysalis things, if Aaron doesn't eat the Jaw Titan, he can't do it. But if he does, then he can. And my thing is, is he? Or maybe the Warhammer Titan's crystals can break open Andy's crystals. Also a good point. Do you think that it's going to be a thing where he can manifest in the same way like the weapons come out of his body? Or do you think it's going to be like, look different? Yeah, you know I mean, because the I'm, Warhammer thinking, looked I'm, like it was all like white. And I'm, th I'm thinking it would be different because he'll, based on what we've seen, granted, it's... The power is a little different, but based on what we've seen, when Aaron absorbs a new power, he doesn't like he doesn't change. Mm, yeah. He just gains a new ability. So I don't know if he's still gonna look the same mm. now that he has the Warhammer Titan, or is he gonna look like the Warhammer Titan? Because he's still the Attack Titan. Yeah, and because the Warhammer Titan's powers look kind of like like white venom in terms of how they ma manifest weapons and stuff. Yeah, but his hardening looks more like crystals. So I'm like, is it going to be crystal-looking weapons? Or is it going to be, like, symbiote-looking weapons? Are they going to do it? I don't even know if they're going to do it. But then the episode ends with uh, Gabby and... Also, how long does it take for him to get the power? Is it, like, immediate? Is it it's another thing. Is it instant? Who knows? Um, but then Gabby and Falco... <laughs> and when they did this, my first reaction Rosa! was... For the Rider! <laughs> I was like, yo, let's say fucking Naruto. You can be like, Naruto! He disappears. But I was again. You don't watch Naruto. That's what happened when the pain arc. When never mind. Naruto saved the team. Never mind. But I was just like, oh no, they're gonna give him protagonist powers. That's what that's what happens for the hero in an anime. We're like, save us. And then he shows up because he's like, oh boy, I can't let. Yeah, you can't let me. I was like, what is it, Superman? Well, that you won't let me live. You won't let me die. Kinda. But that goes that goes back to our conversation before about Erwin. Remember we talking about how Erwin kind of. The reason why Levi let him die 
the same words. He was like, I'm going to let you rest in peace. You've, you've earned the right to rest in peace. And in the same way, we've seen that living past his, his I don't know, the, the point where he should die is killing Reiner. He, he wa- he's suicidal. He wants to kill himself. He's begging Aaron to kill him. So he's a guy that deserves to have peace, to be at rest. But he That's can't. Enough. I mean, in terms of, like, you know, it's, no one's evil, so he thought he was doing the right thing, and he's... He thinks he's so fucked up by it. He's tortured mentally by it. That he wants to die. So yeah, I feel like his his time as the Armor Titan definitely should have been over. He should have been able to relinquish that power. Well, it might be next week <laughs> or this week. I feel like in the same way, if Erwin had survived and he was the Colossal Titan, I feel like he would also feel the same way. It's like having more deaths on his soul because even he was even weighed down by that before he died at the end of season three. So if he kept going and then became a closet type on top of that and his power in itself kills millions of innocents or whatever, I feel like that would destroy him mentally too. But so like Armin, because he hasn't had the life experience Erwin has, he's able to endure it longer. Maybe when the episode ended, it's like, oh, Aaron versus uh, Reiner. I'm like... He beat his ass He before. beat him before. So I'm like... <laughs> like, I don't see... And then, well, yeah, this is Attack on Titan, so... But but what 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 is that form? Is that a stronger form? Yeah, he looked different. He did. He didn't look like the. He didn't have armor. So I'm like, is that a new form? No, he is, he had armor, but it looked spiky. It looks, but he didn't have armor on his face. Like his his face looked like handsome Squidward. <laughs> like, it did, but his face looked like it was all armor. Is that what it, it looked more like? Just the bone. Because before he had like because it didn't like it didn't look, it didn't look like the muscle. It looked like it was covering his whole face. As okay, opposed so to my like question the, to you as was, opposed to the gaps. That's fair. But I was wondering that too. I was like, why does he look different? See, it's two things. Either he's stronger now because the power of being a main character, <laughs> having the little kids call your name makes you stronger, or, and this I think is more realistic, in Attack on Titan world, I don't think it's a cliffhanger of like, oh shit, is the Armored Titan going to beat Eren? I think it's a thing where, is Eren going to feel bad for, for Reiner? I don't, I don't see him being stronger or like, some, this is my, my true Armored Titan form. I feel like it's not a complete transformation. I feel to me it doesn't look like his full armor because before he had like a full chest plate, he had a full mouth plate around his mouth. Now he doesn't have that. He's, he doesn't look full armored anymore. So I'm like, I think it's just he's weak. Like he's he's he doesn't have the will to live like they said, and he's he just tra- remember how Aaron used to transform half assed. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing. And then I have no idea what's gonna happen then because if that's the case, what's stopping Aaron from eating Jaw Titan? We're stopping Aaron from eating the clo- uh, the armor Titan. That that too. So I, I can only assume it's a thing where like, oh, I feel bad because you're so, <laughs> you're so bitch. Maybe it's just, he became a Titan just to be like, Aaron, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> please don't kill us. Well, I mean, he did, well, he did say kill me. So <laughs> Yeah. Or maybe he's going to say, just kill me. Don't kill anyone else. I'm maybe. So sorry. But I don't know. Because then I don't know why he would, tra- he, he wouldn't transform for that. He would probably just pull himself out the, the Titan meat. The Titan meat, but then yeah. you wouldn't see him. He'd be tiny. Go, no, he'd walk out and go, Aaron, eat me. <laughs> then I tackle the Titan trope where people will yell to each other across like the town and somehow you can hear each other. <laughs> hey, Titan, eat me. He's like, what do you say? I can't. Well, no, <laughs> He's I think, so far away. But no, I think it's like a Goku thing where he hears the screams of like, what you, uh, I, forgot, I forgot which one, uh, which which Dragon Ball episode or movie it was, but he heard like Chi Chi screaming, "Goku save us!" And then he got he woke up and became all powerful or whatever. So you think he's stronger? I think it's I think it might be that. Okay, so true form armor titan. Yeah. Okay, that's possible too. I have no idea what's gonna happen. I, but here's the main question, because episode was fucking. What would we rate it? 
the whole episode. Perfect vision. Same. This anime is fucking top two of all time, and it ain't number two, to quote <laughs> fucking Long Beach Griffin. <laughs> um, I was going to say, what the fuck is going to happen next episode? Who the fuck is the Assassin's Bullet for? Because if Gabby kills anybody, <laughs> and that's what it seems like it's going to happen. It's called Assassin's Bullet, and the internet keeps talking about how people are going to be mad at Gabby. Aaron, Who the fuck? Aaron, Aaron's gonna die and Mikasa becomes a titan. <laughs> That'd be a giant upset. <laughs> that's, that's not me. But like, Mi- Mikasa dies. <laughs> but, good, but seriously though, who's getting shot? I don't know. <laughs> Make it, come on, prediction. Heck, come on, help us out. <laughs> Give us a prediction. Because <laughs> I, I have no idea. And I feel like anybody's on the table other than maybe Aaron and Armin because they're titans and they can't get killed by a bullet. But, I, and I don't think Mikasa. But maybe, uh, what if it's Levi? I'll kill Gabby myself. <laughs> I would go into the anime. I mean, it could be Levi. Take out your most powerful. Because he's better He's better than even Mikasa. Yeah. If they kill Levi. If Gabby. Gabby. This motherfucker has killed how many. He's, he, he fears no Titan. And Gabby's going to take him out? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I mean, but that's. Oh, bro. But that's almost very. Uh, if you saw the season finale of Angel or the series finale of Angel, I did. Where Lindsay got taken out by, uh, I can't think, Lauren, the green demon, the one that sang karaoke. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Angel's supposed to kill me, not a, you. You're a sidekick. You're a lackey. <laughs> it's not how I'm supposed to go out. I mean, it could be that. I mean, it could be, but at that point, I'm. And you know what else? It doesn't matter who they kill. I know it's going to be somebody that, either way, it's going to be somebody that hurts us. But just, and again, Isayama is a fucking genius. Because even me, you see how I've been, like, I, I'm also team fuck them kids. But I do have a little bit of like, oh, what about the innocent children? Like, that, I, I get nah. the, the soldiers, but like, there's kids fuck and women kids. that aren't involved in this war. Yeah, they're, and they're indoctrinated. It's not right. But if that motherfucking bitch Gabby kills any of our Survey Corps friends, <laughs> I will be team Fuck them kids. Aaron calls Colossal Titans for <laughs> destroying the whole world. And it's going to radicalize. I mean, but, but we are, I know it's, cause, I mean, just the title of the episode, Assassin's, Assassin's Bullet. Bullet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like, but it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't matter who it is. But in the same way that I'd be radicalized to the point where now I'm 100%, I don't care about the morality of it. I wouldn't care about like all of them. Oh, the innocence. No, you kill someone I care about. I'm like, fuck the world. I'm with you, Aaron. 110%. That's all it takes. <laughs> that's all it takes. But that's what I'm saying. It's like real life. And I feel like in the same way that a, a martyr radicalizes us as the audience, that a martyr is going to radicalize everybody on the Survey Corps or everybody on Paradise Island that isn't team, let's kill everybody, will become team, fuck the world. Let's, I'm with you, Aaron. They killed Levi. They killed Sasha. They killed, what is it? When you're single versus when you're in an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> and, and Michael just showed me a side by side of Vision healthy and Vision with his brain plucked out <laughs> by Thanos. Uh, as someone that's been in very unhealthy relationships in the past, I can agree 110%. <laughs> but yeah, man, if they radicalize the Survey Corps in Paradise Island with somebody's death as a martyr, that's fucking genius. That's war. Again, it's war. And it's going to suck for our side, but God, it, ultimately it's going to. If Aaron does become God King Aaron, Mad Queen Aaron, that's gonna push him one step further to be like, yeah, man, 
Nah, Mikasa, I'm sorry. Fuck them kids. Fuck those old people. Fuck them innocent people. I don't give a fuck. You see what they're doing. Nah. Or maybe it <laughs> radicalizes her. Oh, yeah, even Mikasa. Who knows? But I'm just saying, like, that would be... It would make so much sense. Especially if it's Levi, the one that dies. Bro, I... Make a prediction. Who do you think is going to die? I need... I need a framework going into this. I don't know. Because no everybody's on the table. It could be, you know who's not on the table? Flock. No one cares about Flock. <laughs> but I don't even know who that is. Exactly. <laughs> he was the guy that survived at the end of last season uh, in the Irwin battle. The guy with the pink oh, hair. Oh, he was yeah, also, he yeah. Was, yeah, he was the guy that was like, uh, yeah, Aaron's a devil. We got to follow him. Yeah. He just likes suicidal motherfuckers. <laughs> um, he won't die. He's safe. But Sasha, Connie, Jean, uh, who else? It's not gonna be Armin or Hange. No, it's not Armin or Hange. I don't think. I think Mikasa's be... safe too. But yeah, Mikasa. No, uh, uh, what's your name? Connie, Sasha, Jean, Levi. Are those the main, non-main characters? I don't know, because part of me, because I'm like, even even out of that list, the one I would care about the most is Levi. I mean, besides Mikasa, but I don't think she's. Levi is like if they kill Levi, that's like a bruh. Because I'm like if Sasha dies, I'll be like oh, but I'll be like oh whatever. I mean I'll be like, will I care as much if Levi dies? No, but will I be upset? Yeah, I'll be upset. I like. But then Sasha. again, but then again, it could be a red hit, and maybe nobody dies. But then the next... why why is everybody on the internet saying the internet's gonna be broken this episode, and everybody be mad at Gabby? And we both said she got that gun. She's gonna she gotta use it. It's got to be somebody we care about. They wouldn't put all that focus on it. And then it's going to be broken because nobody dies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, my money. If I'm, I'm going to say Levi. I'm going to say Levi. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. All right, I'm not, just to be sporting, I won't say Levi, even though that probably would hurt me the most. And, and, and now we talked about oh, it. Oh, the end of that be broken if Reiner defeats Aaron? Maybe what, not. What do I do with Gabby? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Or what if Gabby turns? I don't know. Maybe Connie. Because I think he's the most expendable. Out of everybody. Because Gene, at least, he's kind of got like some brains in the operation. But would the internet be broken over Connie? I mean, I like Connie. I like all of them. I mean, I like Connie too, but... I, he's like the Krillin of the show. If Krillin died, I'd be upset. <laughs> but he did, though. <laughs> I was upset when he died in Namek. Like, that was a big deal. I like Krillin! <laughs> So yeah, I, I choose the least painful, which is Connie, and you chose the most painful, which is Levi. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, I like Sasha. Even her whole meat thing, she's adorable. I don't want her to go. Yeah, but we haven't seen her eating meat in a while. But we just got that the, the hype ass sniper moment. She just became like a, a full fledged warrior. I don't want to see her die right after. Even though it was funny, like she can't control her food urges. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> I, I eat a lot of midnight snacks. <laughs> Well, she, it's not just midnight for her. So. Yeah, all right. Uh, do we rate it? Perfect vision? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right. I guess with that, let's get into the news of the week. Hopefully, we can actually end this episode early for once. Got here before it starts snowing hard. I just thought about something, but then I forgot. <laughs> it was like, I wanted to circle back to something with WandaVision, but then I was like, wait, I forgot. Oh, wow. I mean, I didn't give my review for Sweet Home or whatever, but it's not that important. Go ahead. Whatever. Damn. <laughs> you said, go ahead, bitch. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Then maybe I remember what I wanted to say for WandaVision. Okay, so I guess real quick, uh, Sweet Home, Netflix. Uh, I watched Sweet Home with my girlfriend over the weekend. It's a 10-episode miniseries, uh, but there's definitely 
it, it's open ended, so it's definitely have a season two. But it's a Korean horror series. Oh, now I remember. Oh, wow, as soon as I start talking about it, <laughs> fuck, right, well, fuck your thoughts. Okay, well, what are you gonna say about WandaVision? I find it very telling that I remember when they were watching the WandaVision show. Yeah. And they were identifying all the people. Yeah. They never identified Dottie. That was the Agnes girl? No, Dottie is uh, Anya from Buffy. Oh, okay. The neighbor. Yeah. And they never identify Agnes. Mm. So you think it's Agnes is a witch? She's definitely the witch, but then why? But So I'm like, I feel like maybe that's why they did, but then what, what about Dottie? Who is she? Mephisto. That's what I was... I'm like maybe maybe she is Mephisto or maybe she works for Mephisto. Mm. Because I know who you are. Yeah. And then I promise we mean no harm. I don't believe you. Yeah. So I, I can see that. That'd be a good twist. I wouldn't expect her to be Mephisto, like to be like a, the devil. <laughs> I just hope they actually do Mephisto justice. Like they actually make him look devilish. Not like just like I'm a guy in a suit. My name's Mephisto. What's up? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, or, or a girl in a suit, because it could be her. I mean, either way. You better look Because I mean, if you go to the, the uh, this part of the news, but whatever. They, uh, they're doing Sandman for Netflix, mm. and they cast Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer. Mm. So, male, male Satan or female Satan? But I want Satan. I don't want a guy in a suit or a girl in a suit. <laughs> go all the way if we're going to do it. But anyway, back to Sweet Home. Um, and speaking of going all the way with it, uh, it's like a, it's basically a zombie movie premise, but instead of zombies, they have what makes it interesting is the fact that they're it's like they're monsters, and they're it's not a a viral infection, it's a curse. So the rules are different. So it's not like a thing where if you someone gets bit by and at first you're everyone's working within the framework of a zombie apocalypse. So when someone gets bit, it's like oh my god, you're infected. But then you find out like pr- really early on that getting bit isn't grounds to transform into a monster. It's more like a, uh, it's based on human desire. So if you have greed in your heart or if you lust after something or if you have a, a deep-seated desire to be strong and you feel weak, those strong emotions transform you into a monster that reflects whatever that desire is. In so some no, ways, that sounds all very bitter root in a way. Did you read? No, bitter root? Why am I asking? I'm like, read. <laughs> <laughs> I already know you didn't read. It's a comic, no. black, black, black comic, no. where uh, white all, well, not all, but white people are mon- They become monster. Racism turns them into monsters. That's interesting. So like you're literally a monster if you're racist. And it's a comic series. It's a comic series, and uh, Ryan Coogler bought the rights to turn it into a movie. Then maybe it's gonna be a better version of this. Cause I didn't hate this. It, I, I obviously liked it enough to watch the whole series. I watched about half of it with my girlfriend. She wasn't really into it, but she doesn't like horror and she doesn't like sci-fi movies with dumb plots. And this ultimately didn't really explain anything. It didn't explain where the curse came from. It didn't explain how it, how it really works at all. But what kept me watching was the characters that were interesting and their development over time. And just the premise of it being unique, where it's not zombies, they're, they're monsters, and everything looks, every mon- no two monsters look the same. So it keeps it visually interesting, and you're always guessing about, like, what is this person going to turn into, or what kind of powers does it have when it does transform, because it ranges from some things are super strong, some things are super fast, some things can stretch, some things are intelligent, like, it just, it ranges. So you never know what you're going to get, like, that creates anxiety in, in each episode. And they're hour-long episodes. So unlike WandaVision, it's not a fast watch. And there were there were times where I was like, ah, oh, this is getting kind of slow. But um, I really enjoyed the characters in it. 
and some of their arcs. Um, just to give you like an idea, like there's uh, there's a guy who seems like your typical gangster slash like uh, silent type tough guy who's like the who would be, it would be he it's not Japanese but he'd be yakuza in any other uh, typical zombie movie. But you find out there's more to, to him than meets the eye. Uh, you're introduced to him while he's torturing somebody. You're not sure why he's torturing that person. And then slowly over the course of the series, you learn more about him, why he was doing what he's doing. Um, and then ultimately, that he has a heart of gold that you wouldn't have known just seeing what he's like on the surface. Um, there was a moment where I was like, is he the villain? But then you realize later, it's like, oh, no, he's actually a nice guy. And Or there's a, a, a samurai sword-wielding priest who loves God and used to uh, be an alcoholic. Uh, and it, it, just his development over the course of the series is awesome. And the main draw is the main character. And I don't know any of the names because they're all Korean names. So I, I feel racist. But the main character, it's very... Fucking Michael's nodding. <laughs> the main character is very reminiscent of um, the main character from Tokyo Ghoul. Where he very early on has symptoms of becoming a monster. But he's able to resist it. And that gives him kind of like a super strength slash immortality bonus. Because that's another thing. It's not like zombies where if you just cut off a head or you shoot them in the brain, you kill the monster. The monsters are literally immortal except for this window of time between when they first transform and when they become a monster. So if you don't kill them when they first are transforming, they're effectively immortal. Like you can kill them, but they'll be they'll they'll regenerate and come back later. So there's no real winning. So like over time, the odds start stacking against the survivors. The point where it's like, how the fuck are they gonna survive this shit? Um, which is another reason why I kept coming back. Uh, but if I were to rate it, I'd give it maybe a high passable, a very, very low more than passable, but that's my zombie bias showing because I love survival horror, uh, genre. So I, so I might not be the best person, the most objective person to rate this, but I, I did enjoy enough to keep watching all 10 episodes. Now, if you were to ask me what I watch... Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> would you look forward to a season two? Uh, it's the way it ended. It was so open-ended, but not in like an open-ended like Watchmen way where it was like, oh, keep you thinking. It's like a, a, no, this is only half the story. You got to come back to watch it keep going. But they do so many things within the first season... I don't want to give spoilers, but it just takes away my desire to watch more of the same cast of characters by the end. Um, so I'm not really... I, I don't think I would recommend it to enough to watch season two. Maybe I will. If it's on, I'm just like, yeah, let me check it out. But I'm not like, oh, I can't wait for season two. So yeah, maybe just for that alone, I'll have to drop it down to a high passable. But if you're into Korean horror movies... It definitely has a lot of gore. It has... I, I never really was scared by it, but I'm not scared by most zombie movies. Um, but it is effectively creepy, and it does have some things in it that are like head-scratching mysteries that kind of make you think. But like I said before, it ultimately doesn't explain the biggest mysteries, like where the fuck this curse came from or anything like that. So if you're, if you're somebody that needs the answers, and my girlfriend is the type of person that needs the answers, that's why she hated it. But for me, I kind of like the like, oh, okay, it's, it's, it's just interesting. It's a little bit thought-provoking. Um, and it gives me just enough to keep going. So yeah, high passable. If you're into zombies, I say check it out. Give it a chance. The CGI is kind of meh. It's Korean budget, so it's kind of to be expected. But the monster designs and the monsters themselves, I think are enough to hold someone's interest if you're into that type of thing. So anyway, that's my review for Sweet Home. Well, I'm real. I'm real. <laughs> All right, so let's talk news of the week with Michael. 
She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Um, I ain't got much because I wasn't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. I mean, what, how much news is there? I don't know. How much? Yeah, I mean, the world is still kind of closed. So the world is closed. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's still no movies. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of a movie, uh, apparently the uh, title for Matrix Four has leaked. <laughs> All these fucking leaks. Okay. And it will be called Matrix the Resur- the, the Matrix Resurrections. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, it makes sense because they're resurrecting the franchise and supposedly they're resurrecting Trinity and Neo. Yeah. I mean, Neo makes sense. He's the one. Trinity, I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, what you call it? It's a hologram. It's a fabrication. So maybe she's not real. Maybe she's not actually Trinity. Who knows? Maybe. I but, don't know. And then I'm like, is it going to be about Neo again or is he going to be. Like in it, but just not in it. From everything I've seen, it seems like it's still about Neo. I've seen like behind the scenes a couple times. Not getting crazy, but like Trinity and Neo on a motorcycle. Tr- Neo looks like John Wick. <laughs> like he's got like the beard and the long hair. Because I guess he can't cut it because of John Wick. I mean, maybe not. I think he he looks better with the beard and the long hair. Oh no, so. he definitely looks better with the beard. Yeah, like. so don't don't shave ever. Because when he shaved when he shaved it, Grant, I didn't see it, but I saw the pictures when he shaved it for Bill and Ted. He looked old. Yeah, he looks old. It makes him look so much older without the beard and hair. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, keep that shit, bro. I, I'm excited though. I mean, I, you know, reloaded. So as, and, I mean, so long as they keep the same, the, the like the fight choreography and stuff. Yeah, I'm not even really so much worried about the fight choreography. I'm more worried about the story. Because <laughs> after Reloaded and uh, Revolutions, it kind of went full up its own ass. Yeah, two, <laughs> two and three. Yeah. Like, uh, so I'm hoping they uh, they pull back on that a little bit. Yeah, the first one was the, the far superior. Mm-hmm. And it, it sucked because I was like, oh, I can't wait to see another movie with, with Neo's full in his, like, the one abilities. Because, like, at the end when he was, like, blocking Agent Smith, and I was like, oh, I want to see more of that. And then yeah. I saw more of that, and I'm like, no, I don't want to see more of that. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't give us any more of that reloaded CGI bullshit where he was like hitting Smiths and making yeah, bowling pin and then, noises and, and shit. And then the Flash tried to repeat that yeah. with, the th- with the thinker. <laughs> Why would you repeat the most terrible moment in Matrix? Like, <laughs> let's recreate that moment. It's like, no. Well, speaking of recreating moments, uh, Ryan Reynolds tweeted out that had the Fox deal not gone through with uh, Disney, Deadpool 3 would have actually had uh, it it would have featured uh, him and Logan in like a road trip style movie, and so Screen Rant, you know, people were like, "Oh, he's probably joking." Screen Rant was like, "Oh yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is probably joking," and he was like, "Actually, I'm not. I'm being for real." Wait, so we don't know, because you know Ryan Reynolds. Oh, so it, it could have been bullshit. But he could- says, "I'm no, I'm dead serious." Wait, so what about um? Did uh, Hugh Jackman say anything? Hugh Jackman didn't say anything. I can't believe that. <laughs> but if that's the case, why would it go off the table once it became Disney? Just because it's like, that has nothing to do with our MCU. Well, Hugh, so ja- Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I doubt. But didn't he want to be it's Logan not... in the MCU at one point? 
I don't care. Yeah, but that was, old. Ye- that was be years old ago. man Logan, bro. He that can be old man Logan. That was years ago. He was old man Logan when he was still not that old. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? He can still be old man Logan. <laughs> he's probably he's probably like I'm over it. And plus, not even just that, but I'm like, especially with the interconnectivity of the Marvel universe. Mm. If they're gonna bring, like, they probably want somebody young to yeah. keep going. Even though Ryan Reynolds is coming, and he's not that young, so. But, but multiverse. Yeah, multi. I don't know. <laughs> and that even happened in the comics. We had a Wolverine in the comics, and then an old man Logan in the comics at the same time. Right. No. No. Old yeah, man, yo, yeah, yeah. Wolverine, did. Wolverine was dead. No, they brought Wolverine back, and Old Man Logan was still a thing. No, Old Man Logan's gone now. Wait, what happened to him? He died. I think he went back to his world. I don't remember. His I, terrible, terrible world. All I know is he's not. All I know is both of them are not around anymore. It's oh, just, okay. a, it's just a regular Wolverine. Oh, okay. See, I thought they were both coexisting in the Marvel universe right now. Nah, son. <laughs> nah, son. He went back to his shitty apocalypse world. Or he died. I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what happened. I don't know what happened to him. But uh, speaking of not knowing what happened to somebody, and they need to fucking commit, because I don't like this, even though it doesn't really affect me, because I don't really care, but still. So, we watched the first episode of Batwoman. They're yeah. saying Kate Kane is dead. Uh-huh. And so that's how uh, Gervasia Leslie's character, Ryan Wilder, is Gonna take on the mantle of Batwoman. Well, the showrunner, uh, Caroline Dries, is saying that uh, I'm not gonna read this whole statement, but basically, <laughs> fuck her statement. <laughs> basically, she's saying that the show is not going to kill off Kate Kane. What? Exactly. But they did kill off Kate Kane. No, I know. I know. She's I know. We be, both know that she's not really dead. She's going they, to be missing. In some ways, that's worse, because it's like where you abandon so your suit. And you're, you're leaving, just the, out. You're leaving the, the sh- leaving the door open for Ruby Rose. For for Ruby Rose to be like, oh, I want to return. So yeah, give me my bat suit back, bitch. Yeah, you, you bu- black, you black bitch. Yeah, you know, bye, you're black girl. You're not the real Batwoman. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which yeah, I'm like that's so fucked up. Ruby Rose quit. Kill the fucking character. No oh, man, this isn't. I mean, granted, it's not the T'Challa. It's not like. That, like, who really f- fucking is checking for Batwoman? Gotta, gotta get those Ruby Rose fans in there, man. People love Ruby Rose. Not even, not even. So what the fuck is, why, why are you placating this bitch? I'm getting him to call her a bitch. She left, the, she left the show. She actively fucked over people that worked so, on the show. Yeah, so I'm and like. you're gonna open, keep the door open for her? But, why? And not even just that, but like, my whole thing is like, okay, fine. If you want to go that route and say Kate Kane's not dead, then why don't you just recast Kate Kane? Yeah. And just be like, oh, she, she was in an accident, so her face is different. <laughs> or don't even do that. Yeah, just, no, just, just joking. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's, and really, I'd be so offended like, yeah. if I was, what's her face, the, the, the new actress. From Black yeah, Black I'll Black be Black. offended too. Yeah, it's cause like, it's, cause it's, so like, you're saying my job is temporary. The, yeah, that's, well, not, not even just that, but yeah, that statement alone shows that you're, you're not really committed to this new character. No, which also tells me that they're not actively going to be changing any of the storylines for the season it's all just going to be well we we rushed her backstory the black girl so now we're just going to have her be the insert kate kane and just we're just going to find replace kate kane in the script and switch it to whatever her name is <laughs> and done we're writers high five <laughs> it's like what <laughs> pretty much i mean they already kind of showed that based on the first episode where everything seems to be going exactly the way yeah 
Just now it's her instead of Kate Kane. Yeah. That's so fucked up, man. Also, I want to say a retraction from our Batwoman review. I made a mistake. Uh, the music is not cringe just because she's black. I went back and rewatched parts of the first season of Batwoman just to make sure. I'm like, was the music always like this? Am I tripping? They always had cringy ass, like, she's the strongest music in the background. <laughs> I'm coming for you. It's like, oh, God, right. it's so bad. I thought that was a thing they were copying for Black Lightning, but no. They were just doing it. It's just tonally, it doesn't fit. And I mean, she's saying that the reason is she, because I'm like, I'm not going to read the whole statement, but the reason she doesn't want to commit to killing Kay Kane is because there's the whole barrier gaze trope. And she doesn't want to participate in that. But I'm like, but it's, I don't. Oh, the trope that I participated in was unworthy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but you can't. But I'm I like, think but that it, is I such a disservice. But I was like, I don't think it's the same thing. Cause I don't think it's either. She, you can't do that. At the actor quit. Yeah. And plus the barrier gaze trope usually happens when you have a gay couple or whatever literally what you did <laughs> after after they have like a, either a sex scene or a declaration of romance or anything like that one of them dies but that's just a romantic tragedy trope my issue with that trope my in quotes trope is take the homosexuality but out it, of it but it usually we happens. use the same thing for heterosexual couple if if my tommy was a man but it happens the more same times, plot would have happened but it happens more times with gay couples than it does because a you have to take it into account especially in fantasy Wait, sci-fi there's not that many gay characters period mm. and then usually if a gay character dies it's right after either they have sex mm. or they have any type of romance which but, kind which kind of shows it it it, pu- it pushes into the narrative that oh being gay is wrong man so when you okay. con- when you consummate the heterosexuality you instantly die you instantly or like a Tyler Perry true though you instantly get HIV or whatever <laughs> okay something like that I would, I would give you if it was like oh I got AIDS <laughs> it's like okay did we have to do that but as a writer I will I'll be that guy that will plant plant my flag and say like no I think that's just a trope that you do as a writer for couples in general is it cheap kinda. But even think about like Wonder Woman. Steve Trevor and her had sex, and what happens? And he dies right after. Like it's that's a way to make the audience yeah, but, feel for the death. But you're you're kind of going into my point. The reason I say it happen, it, it it's more. Uh, or what am I? What am I trying to say? The reason that the gay people call it out more, or people that are more aware of it, because it usually since there's such a lack of gay characters, it feels like it happens more often. Because it happens. Not even just that it feels like it happens more often. It. Like, does happen. Like, if you if there's a like, I if forgot. I had a list of every gay character couple, that there'd be more yeah, instances. Somebody, of them somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody made a list of all the times that it's happened hmm. in media, books, comics, or whatever, and it's and it's a lot. Yeah. But then if you get to like straight characters, yeah, it happens. But there's like where the gay characters, the list is this long, but then you have a whole bunch of straight characters where it doesn't happen to. Again, as as the person who's done the trope and didn't realize it was a trope when I was doing it, is the is it fair to make the assumption that they're doing it because it, the implication is being gay is wrong, so we're gonna kill off the gay character afterwards, or is that just a general writing trope or a writing tool that writers use to make a char- to make audience members feel more for the couple characters when one of them is about to die? Because again, if I had cast Tommy as a man, the same exact situation would have happened, and only because I know as a writer. That if you have, if you put focus on the relationship right before one of them dies, it's more tragic when the other person dies. Not because it's like, oh fuck, gay people are bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> gay, gayness is wrong, so I gotta kill Tommy. Uh, yeah, here it is in the list. Anime, 
They, they, they compiled every instance of a... Hold on, wait. <laughs> like, what about fucking Jack and Rose? And <laughs> like, there's every, every romantic tragedy, Bro, you put the focus first anime, on them having this, sex. All of this. Comic, or or, cons- or, or comic, consummating the relationship. Comic books. Yeah, it happens a lot. I want to see, where's, but, where's the other list? Where's all the heterosexual characters that get killed off in the same way? Because it's the same thing. They get killed off too, right? Literature. Still Look, man, going. I don't want to be called homophobic just because I killed off a gay character. Live action TV. <laughs> so then what? You can't kill gay people in, in anything anymore because if you kill them... No, it's not to say you can't... <laughs> no, that you're missing the point. It's not to say you can't kill a I'm gay character. I'm just talking character. about the other extreme of that. The but I'm saying, it's not to say you can't kill a gay character. It's literally, it happens, usually always happens right after sex or romance. But that's when you kill off the other character. <laughs> it hurts more. No, we're... <laughs> Fucking, we're talking about the assassin's bullet or whatever. I highly doubt Levi's getting his dick sucked when he dies. <laughs> I said the same thing. It's not a romantic death. It's not a romantic tragedy death. It's now, still a death. No, it's, still, it's still a death, though. I guarantee you if Aaron dies, it's going to be right after him. Mikasa are like, hey, I actually loved you. Or like, hey, we could have been together. And then he was going to die. You know what I mean? It, that's what hurts more. If it's like, in the last moments, it's like, we could have been together, but life. <laughs> no. It has to be a sex thing. So if I kill off... Mikasa has to be sucking his dick. So if I kill off any more and she gets her, And she gets her head blown off, right? And she's oh, sucking shit. his dick. <laughs> the darkest episode of but, but the bullet goes through her jaw, and so his dick is in her mouth. Oh, my God! It goes through his... <laughs> oh, God, it's so graphic. All right, so if I kill off any more gay characters unworthy, I'm homophobic automatically. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, got you. <laughs> if it's after a love scene. Oh, so that's the... So as long as there's no love before... It's okay. Yes. Okay. I'm going to keep that in mind. <laughs> Michael's like, I got my stamp. I'm going to stamp you homophobic right away, motherfucker. Don't try me. <laughs> anyway, Kate Kane. Yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, it's not the same. It's not because going back to what I was originally saying, it's not the barrier gaze trope because mm. there was no love scene mm. or whatever. And the actress quit to fucking kill her off. If anything, I'm more offended that they don't kill her off because it feels like a, a, a backhanded slap to the face of the actress that came in to replace her. It just feels like my job is temporary. If I was her, it would feel like my job is temporary until they get the white girl back. That's what it feels like. You're not good enough for this. <laughs> we need the white chick to be that woman. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, also, next thing. Uh, they're making a... Third film within the uh, Cloverfield Paradox mm. type world. Third film? Did they already do three? No, according to it, it says three. <laughs> we're, we're not counting Paradox because it was so stupid. Yeah, I guess they're not. Because <laughs> it was Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Ten Lane. 10 Cloverfield Lane, Paradox. And Paradox. I guess Paradox doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> they're retroactively ejected from continuity. <laughs> like, nah, that was dumb. Forget it. And uh, it's going to be J.J. Abrams. Wasn't it J.J. Abrams? And it says, we are developing a true... Yes, yeah, so I guess they're not counting Paradox. Because it says, we are developing a true dedicated Cloverfield sequel. That's right. Paradox wasn't even uh, Bad Robot. I think even Tin Cloverfield Lane was Bad Robot, his production studio. I think. But I know for a fact Paradox wasn't because it was a different movie. That they basically retroactively made into a Cloverfield movie with that post credit scene. Perhaps. Remember that's why it didn't really match? Like, why it didn't really make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just slapped Cloverfield's name on it. That's interesting. Perhaps. But, yeah, Cloverfield. <laughs> News guy. None of the answers. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, maybe. 
But hopefully it's uh, cause I like Ten Cloverfield Lane and I like the first Cloverfield movie, Paradox. Eh? Yeah, fuck Paradox. Yeah, <laughs> but Ten Cloverfield Lane was it was a different type of horror. It was movie, a different type of horror, but, but it was still it. good. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. People didn't like the ending, but I like the ending. No, I like the ending. Yeah, same. But speaking of something that I know I'm not gonna like, oh no, I would be very surprised if I do. Yeah. But uh, the Snyder Cut finally has a release date. Yeah. March 18th. Oh. Five days after my... I mean, there's a lot of good things coming out in March around my birthday. March 13th is my birthday. You say, and you say a lot of good things. Okay, that's right. Fuck, you're right. Yeah. What <laughs> there's a lot of things. How about that? <laughs> there's a lot of things coming out around I'm my like, birthday. I don't think the Snyder Cut's going to be good. Godzilla, I don't think... You don't think Godzilla's going to be good? Come on. Give me... Look, if the, neither the, of those movies are good... Track, their track record so far... Yeah. <laughs> but if neither of those movies are good, what the fuck? Those are both two giant blockbuster tentpole movies. I mean, granted, I mean, Justice League Justice is a League, second attempt. I don't know you see, <laughs> that's funny. You see what marketing does? Even I am starting to be like, no, it's a different movie, Michael. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be. Trash. I guess, I guess now I'm Jamie. <laughs> no, no, good. Stay Jamie. <laughs> I'm being deluded. Like, <laughs> and then also with that, there's a tease that Martian Manhunter is supposed to show up. And the black guy. The black guy, and that's confirmed that he was, he was actually Martian Manhunter. I mean, I like because the fact they re- that they released a post. They released a fo- uh, I think Cyborg, Ray Fisher, or somebody tweeted a photo with Cyborg flying up, and then it has a quote: uh, "A war is coming, Martian Manhunter." Man, that movie was gonna be packed. When the fuck does he become? I guess he, he was in that movie, right? He was no, that was BVS. No, that was BVS. Yeah, with the bullet. Yeah. So when the fuck was he gonna be Martian Manhunter in Justice League? Hell, yeah, I mean, it's the same guy. I know, but when? Like when? What is that even? How's that happen? Maybe because remember the. I guess they're supposed to be. Remember they're supposed to be a part one and part two. Oh, so maybe just all his scenes just weren't in it. Because I'm like, when? And then this movie's gonna be like four hours. So yeah, there's no like. For four, you get a four-hour movie. There's time to throw in a Martian Manhunter. Like just thinking about like all the beats of that movie, I don't see a spot where it's like, oh, by the way, I'm Martian Manhunter, you guys. Like unless he's there in the final battle, why would that be a revelation that doesn't really come of anything? But who knows? We'll see. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. As long as he's not getting his ass beat like in Supergirl. <laughs> they ruined... Remember, again, just like Superman. Remember when they first showed Martian Manhunter and Supergirl? We were like, oh, oh shit, yeah. Martian Manhunter! Yeah. And he was cool for like a hot second. And then they consistently had him get his ass beat over and over and over. <laughs> Damn it. I just accidentally closed the thing I was about to go I'm to. I'm psychic, yet I can't fight any psychic people because I always lose... <laughs> The most powerful psychic in the DC universe. <laughs> oh, my headache. Ugh, I can't do it. Sorry, Kara. I just accidentally closed with the next news thing I was going to go to, and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so you're not going to be able to necessarily appreciate this news because you literally just said you didn't watch it. But did you like the first Tomb Raider movie, or did you see? No, did we review that? I think we did. With Alicia Vikander. Huh? The Tomb Raider movie with Alicia Vikander. The first one? Wasn't there two? No, there was only one. They didn't release a sequel? No. Oh. Dang, a dream of sequel? That's Angelina Jolie. I thought she had a sequel too, no? Am I tripping? I guess no. I'm tripping. Yes, you are. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I liked it. Well, uh, they're working on a sequel, and uh, Misha Green, who was the showrunner of Lovecraft Country, is the director. Which, like I said, you can't 
means nothing to you because you didn't see Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I got nothing, man. <laughs> I mean, that's cool on paper, I guess. <laughs> I know nothing, Jon Snow. No, you don't. Uh, but you may know this one. So, uh, Static Shock is getting a movie. <laughs> He's going to put a shock to our system, finally. Yes, he is. But it's only going to be on our TV systems and not home I mean, theater systems. That's the way it's going for everything. But also, not even, but it's not necessarily because of coronavirus. It's because HBO Max sees a Static Shock movie as risky. What? To go into theaters. Why? After Black Panther and Spider-Man. Exactly. I'm like, where is the risk? And Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I don't understand how it's... They said that? Like it's going to be too risky? Yeah, they did say that. It had an animated series in the 90s. It's probably the most prominent 2000s. black superhero... Oh, yeah, in the 2000s. But he's probably the most prominent black superhero other than Miles Morales right now. Like, who else Who else we got? Like, <laughs> It's because of DC. DC doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Who's bigger? I would argue that people like Cyborg aren't even as big as Static. No, not at all. I mean, even when Black Lightning came, people were like, oh, Black Lightning? I was hoping for a Static movie. Yeah. To, or a show. To a lot of, like, to a big chunk of uh, the nerd community, Black Lightning is just like, oh, like, grown-up Static? Where's Static? Is, is he adult Static? <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay. That's crazy. Like, what you, it, it, Black Panther made a bajillion dollars. And they're still like, nah, I don't know if it's black. That's I'm like, I, don't understand, <laughs> I don't understand this mentality because uh, they mentioned Batgirl and Static Shock, but they felt like both of those properties were too risky. Batgirl, maybe. Because I'm like, yeah. yes, like another Bat property. Yeah, we don't really need that. Whatever, like, who cares? Yeah. But in the, like I said, in the age of Black Panther and Spider-Man into and the Spider-Verse, and considering... Brian Michael Bendis created Miles Morales based off a of static shock. What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And also, he's got it. Like, unlike Batgirl, again, it's just Batman but a girl. Static shock has an interesting power set that we've never really seen on T or, or in movies. The is closest it? we've seen yeah. is Electro. And he's the bad guy. Yeah, and Electro's not even the same. Because static, even though a lot of people were like... Think of his powers as just electricity. No, he's more akin to Magneto. He can control the electromagnetic spectrum. He Hence just the, uses the sewer plate he serves. Yeah, on. <laughs> he just uses it in the form of like mostly electricity blasts. Mm -hmm. But if he wanted to, he can go full Magneto. Mm. That's interesting. And, and it's like the story of and like he's black. it's a coming of age. Come on, Hollywood, what the fuck? It's literally a coming of age story with a black kid with electric powers. Yeah, and and if you go. Live action, as opposed to it being a cartoon, he has a best friend that's gay. Gear. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you said that in the comic. He's actually gay. Yeah. But it's like, especially in the age of Black Lives Matter. And he's white. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we've got an entry point for all the white kids. There you go. But like, again, like in the age of Black Lives Matter, and like, you know, it just seems like it would make sense now of all times. Because I remember even the comics, he had like the hoodie and the baseball cap kind of look going on. Like, that's, that image is kind of iconic now. Not iconic. What's the word? Uh, infamous? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like you could really make that about something now. Well, I'll be happy. HBO Max just not, they think it's too risky for theaters. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and Fuck. Michael B. Jordan, supposedly, with his production company, he's helping to create it or whatever. Okay. But, I mean, um, Michael B. Jordan, uh, kudos to him. He he he's doing good work. He's producing a lot of shit with that 
production studio. Same thing. Uh, he's making. He Creed, is, but Creed he, 3, he also he? made that. Uh, what, what was that movie we saw? What? Well, he was in the future. He was in that suit. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but at least he's trying. You know, he he's a black man. He's producing black shit. Good for him. And he also uh, helped produce Raising Dion. And I. I'm yeah. So okay. Well. <laughs> But Creed 3? Mm, okay. Well, we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, but I have faith. <laughs> but I found the thing that uh, I accidentally closed. So uh, the composer of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, he probably got sniped by Disney because I think because he said something that he wasn't supposed to say. The composer did? Yeah, the composer. What the fuck did he say? Those spoilers. He said, uh, in this particular series, there's very much untrivial and serious issues particularly now more than ever about what it means to hold that shield and what kind of person should ultimately be holding that shield and what the history of this country and how african americans would feel about being captain america or not uh he also mentioned that the episodic format absolutely helped the series tackle some of these themes you have a lot more time to breathe with the characters in a weekly setting than in a two-hour movie and the hmm. composer thinks the audiences uh, stand to benefit. And he said, because of the slightly different format of having six hourly episodes, there's more real estate. Oh. So there's a bit so there's a bit more opportunity to go down the road into psychological drama and explore backstories oh. because you've got more space to do that. So unlike WandaVision, where's what, nine episodes, a half an hour each? Mm-hmm. This is six episodes and an hour each. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Wait, what was said in that that was bad? That Disney had to be like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> Basically, he just confirmed that more or less, talk about like African-Americans, what it feels like to be Captain America or not. I mean, these to are me, all good things. Those are no, all things no, no, that no, interest no, me But more. no, to me, it makes it, at least to me, it seems like, oh, so they're going to touch on like the first Captain America, the black Captain America. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I think that's awesome. I know, but I'm saying, but but in terms of, yeah, I think it's awesome too, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't think we were supposed to know that. <laughs> but that's an inference. I didn't get that. Like, I didn't get that from what you were reading. Right? He didn't say anything about that, well, dude. You, you are the dumbest Avenger. I am the dumbest <laughs> Avenger. But <laughs> I think I'm the average audience person that if I had read that, I wouldn't just think, oh, okay. Especially if I don't read comics. How would I ever? I would never put those two things together. He didn't like outright spoil it by being like, we're going to explore uh, the original Captain America project in the fucking 20s and 30s and what happened after he disappeared when he started uh, experimenting on the black community. Like that, that'd be a big spoiler, but... From that, I didn't really get that. Marvel still took him out. You're not supposed to know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sniper. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Oh, didn't I tell you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Pew! Oh, I'm sorry, mouse. Well, speaking of shutting the fuck up, because I don't know. Uh, this is going to make you scream, but I don't care. Hmm? So Netflix and Legendary are doing a King Kong anime series. What? A King Kong anime series? Yes. That's interesting. You would think they would do a Godzilla anime series. Nope. A new chapter in the Legendary's MonsterVerse franchise, Skull Island, uh, is a thrilling animated adventure series that follows shipwrecked characters desperate to escape the most dangerous place on Earth. Hmm. A mysterious island home to prehistoric monsters, including the giant, the greatest titan of them all, Kong. Hmm. I mean, all the Godzilla animated movies I've seen on Netflix are kind of bad. I don't, I haven't and it's simply titled Skull Island. Hmm. I mean, hey, if it's good, fuck yeah, I'm in. But is it 3D animated or 2D animated? Does it say? Doesn't say. Yeah, my assumption is it's gonna be 3D animated, and all the 3D animated Godzilla movies aren't that great on Netflix. So 
I mean, fingers crossed, though, because I would like it to be good. I, I would totally be into that. Because I think the Godzilla animated series is totally uh, underrated. And that was a great series back in the day. Based on the uh, 2000 or 1999 movie. You ever seen it? Nope. Oh, wow. With Matthew Roderick? Okay. No, the yeah. only Godzilla movie I saw was with the... Uh... Quicksilver and Wanda being lovers. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> like in the ultimate universe. <laughs> uh, those, I think, I don't know if I showed you that, though, the meme. What? Where Wanda was like, where she was like, I, Wanda was like, I had a twin. His name was Pietro. And then uh, Monica was like, you fucked him, didn't you? <laughs> and then she, Wanda looks at her like, what did you say? <laughs> Yeah, man, and Tony Stark and Black Widow had a sex tape. It's crazy in that universe. <laughs> but anyway, uh, final news. The final countdown. So, uh, you're a fan of Titans, right? Or are you? Oh, did you man. see season, did you I see saw season two? News. No, I couldn't get into it. I gave up on Titans. Have you seen season two? I didn't see season two. The, <laughs> the only episode I saw was uh, when they took out, I was about to say Thanos, but uh, Trigon. Oh, I did. I did see that episode and terrible CGI. It was so bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, all, why bother? That's all I saw. I didn't see, but I've heard. <sighs> I've heard good things about uh, Deathstroke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fan of that show, so I know what you're gonna say. But go ahead. But yeah, speaking of, so they cast uh, cast an unknown actor named Jay LaCorgo, and he's set to turn up as Tim Drake. On season three. Hmm. So, Tim Drake Robin is coming. And? and uh, the important piece of this news, because now it's just like, oh, Tim Drake's coming. There's more to that. <laughs> yeah, so, the, you know, people are going to get upset because <laughs> he looks he, he looks black. I'm not sure, but he's brown. He's, I would just say for the sake of it, he's, he's brown. He's brown. Yeah. But he's like... Very close to white. Like he he's, looks, like, he's, he's like, like he's like a Keenan he Lonsdale. Looks, he looks biracial based. No, I think Keenan Lonsdale's darker than him. Oh, well, you would know. You you goggle or ogle that guy all the time. So. <laughs> oh, fuck you. But yeah, he looks he looks biracial. So I'm like, yeah, they always gotta they do it, but then they always look, gotta put some milk in that chocolate. Put some, yeah, put some milk in that chocolate. Kind of like Storm, even though it's like whatever. I mean, at this point, I'm like, are they just doing this to make people mad? Like, <laughs> do they do it not because they're actually trying to create diversity in these shows or just because, like, they know it creates headline news and people talk about it? Yeah, and it becomes granted, I mean, it's not the whatever. It's not accurate for the cut. I'm like, but why not just make them Duke Thomas? Why even introduce more? From what I know about the series that people, even people that still watch it, their biggest complaint is... Even when seeing this news, it's like, okay, you're adding more characters? We don't even have character development the characters we do have. It seems to me that in in lieu of not having a solid plot with solid character development, what Titan's whole gimmick is or their strategy to get more viewers, let's just keep pulling things from the comics and casting them weird, and that way people will get upset and they'll watch the show for like the little bit to watch the show. Like it's just they just keep throwing fan service out there, but yeah. there's no substance behind. Yeah, not not only just that, but I'm like another bat character. You already got Nightwing. You already got Jason Todd. Red Hood is. You in. already got you. Well, yeah, Jason Todd. Oh my bad. You already got Bruce Wayne in the show. Yeah. Now we're throwing into Granite. Is it Titans or is it the Bat Family? Yeah. Like, what is and this? this? <laughs> and this is coming from somebody. I, I out of all the Robins, Tim Drake is my favorite. I love Tim Drake. Most, I don't have like most, an inherent most, issue with him being... When, when most people think of Robin, all the things you think associated with Robin, whether the costume, the bow staff, all that stuff is Tim Drake. Yeah. It's the just, hoodie. The hoodie. Yeah. But it's just most people, they, they, more times out of not, like even the 
Robin from T- uh, the Titan Show. That was Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, but the way he's like dressed and all that's Tim Drake. Yeah. But they always give it to like Dick Grayson or whatever because that's more. I guess that's more the household name. Like Tim Drake was the first Robin to have his own solo comic, and it was very popular. Mm. So a lot of people sleep on the name of Tim Drake, and they shouldn't because he's also the smartest of the Robins. I love Tim Drake. But at the same time, I'm like, y'all just introduced Jason Todd like last season. I feel like it's too soon. It, like I said, I just for feel Tim, like it's I feel all like just gimmicks. It's not. There's no real value to these announcements. I don't even get excited when I hear like, oh, this character's coming to Titans. Because to me, it's just like, hey, nerds, you know this character, right? Watch the show now. I'm like, nah, man, you ain't gonna trick me with that shit. Like, I, I know this for. I, I know this tactic. It's just a. Hey, we got this character. Now you want to watch the show, right? It's like, no. I know your show's shitty. Like, didn't uh, what's his face just become Nightwing? He was still Robin in like the first season. Yes, he, he did just become Nightwing. I think in the latest season, right? Well, There's only two. Yeah, so the latest one. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't care. I mean, and the fact that I mean, look. And then I'm happy, I, for, I'm happy for this guy. I'm all for more diversity. Representation matters. But like, because I also don't see him as Tim Drake from the from the comic. So like the. The premise of, hey, we got Tim Drake now, that doesn't do it for me because I'm like, he is he Tim Drake name only? Like, I mean, it's cool, but... And I'm going to get to that too because this, this is the thing that pisses me off about... No, I don't want to say pisses me off because ultimately I have no dog in this fight. I have no pony. me either. I don't care. <laughs> I, have, I have no pony in this race. I have no dolphin in this shark attack. <laughs> what? These <laughs> analogies. <laughs> um... But the thing that irks me about this news is, so it almost kind of strikes me is the, the whole Mr. terrific mm. of Tim Drake because you changed Mr. Terrific's origin from the comics and made him gay, but then you made him the weakest part of the team. Mm. So it almost kind of the same thing with this. Like you cast Tim Drake as Robin. And also, and also what they did in, in uh, Batwoman. Granted, she's a brand new character, so it doesn't really count to that aspect as much as this. But you're casting Tim Drake, and then in the article that describes him, he it says he's a a, a street tough what a a, a tough what? yeah street tough kid. Oh my god, we're already doing this, <laughs> and it's like because he's black, so he's gotta be street tough, right? But that's not Tim Drake. That's, that's Jason, Jason Todd. Todd. Yeah, Tim Drake comes from privilege. Tim Drake is Tim Drake's family is a billionaire. Unlike what makes him different than the other Robins is his parents are still alive. He came from a very stable home. Yeah. He's just a fucking genius and able was able to figure out who, who Batman, Batman and Bruce Wayne was, yeah. but he's not a street tough Granted, yeah, he grew up in Gotham, so maybe there has to be some of that, but no, that's not who Tim Drake is. That reads more like just like with like you said, Batwoman, where it's yeah. like, Well, she's gotta <laughs> she's gotta pick herself up from her bootstraps to become Batwoman. Then even in this article Disenfran- you gotta be disenfranchised for black Michael. It's the only way. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> even in this article, like talking about Tim Drake, they don't even mention is that, it a genius? No, they mentioned that he's going to be... It says he's going to have a natural detective with perception oh, of God. detail far beyond his years. Okay, thank God. But they didn't even mention that he comes from privilege. Tim Drake... Well, black people don't do that. Like, they don't come from there, privilege. Yeah, there are no rich black people. <laughs> so that's the thing that irks me about this. And granted, obviously... You know, I'm, I'm not gonna really, I'm not gonna watch it. I'll find out. Because <laughs> I was gonna say, I'll find Keep out. Keep it real. When, I was gonna say, I'll find out when we see the final product. But I'll find out when other people see the final product. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Maybe you know the show opens and yeah, he is a billionaire or his parents are billionaires. But 
Why based is street on, tough in there? Yeah, based on this, like, at least if they say, oh, a street tough billionaire kid, whatever the fuck, like. <laughs> Those two things don't even go together. <laughs> street tough billionaire. Yeah, it, do, it, do, it doesn't. But, like, yeah, just the fact that they had to throw that in there, I'm like, but that's not who Tim, like, you're casting this black character and then you're throwing in stereotypes to make, like, it sounds like you're making him to a stereotype, but you're, you, because he's black. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why make him Tim Drake? If you're not making him Tim Drake. Because we can only relate to a black person when they're from the hood or they've gone through strife or they're disenfranchised and got to pick themselves up from their bootstrap. But if you're going to do the only way we can relate, Michael. But I'm like, (laughs) but if you're going to do that, why, like, I don't know. Like, why are you making him black? Why? Because we're talking about it. That's why. (laughs) Like, I. I can't see, I, I, again, I'm the guy, representation but, matters, but, but I can't see past the... I don't even know, because I'm like, when they first, when they announced Jason, when they announced Red Hood was coming, people were talking about it, like, oh, we're going to introduce Red Hood in the third season. Because you get bonus points if the person's a minority. Or not bonus points, but you create more dialogue in the community. We know, we know this, we know what the deal is. But, but I'm like, but not, why, why not just make him Duke Thomas? Duke Thomas is coming to Titans. doesn't have a big enough name. People don't know who Duke Thomas is. <laughs> Batwing's gonna be in it. Nobody give a fuck. Like, <laughs> it's gotta be Robin and it's gotta be Tim Drake, Robin, because Tim Drake is the big. But name. I mean, the casuals aren't. I don't feel like casuals aren't watching Titans. I feel like it's comic book fans that are watching Titans. Hey, I hear what you're saying. I hear you. I think you're right. But I'm just saying, in the mind of an executive, they know what the big title characters are in these comic series. Or based on his last name, like Corgo, that sounds kind of Hispanic y. Granted, I could be completely fucking wrong. Why don't I make him Jaime Reyes? Blue Beetle. I feel like Blue Beetle's somewhat of a. I don't know. You're absolutely right. There's a lot, and, and that's a Titans character. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? Like make more diversity in this show. It just feels like they're trying to make Gotham light. Like they're trying to make Batman Junior rather than Titans, Teen Titans. It's like, what's the point, man? You could have made this show could have been so much better. Fuck that show. <laughs> I hate that show. Doom Patrol. Is anyone even talk? Remember, people were hyping up Doom no, Patrol. No, people, like, people are still talking about Doom Patrol. Who? Where are these people? You yeah. I mean, I've always seen him talking about. Because I'm like, there are a lot of people that 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 talk. They were like, screw. Because they're saying the same thing. Like, just watch Doom Patrol. Don't watch Titans. I hear that, but I'm like, I I couldn't get into Doom Patrol either. No, I got I, less I, into Doom yeah, Patrol I than get Titans. Into, I couldn't get into Doom Patrol. Like it's just. But fun. a lot of people, um, yeah. Just but then people. again, there are a lot of people like I couldn't necessarily get into Legion, and a lot of people love Legion. That's I was like, it's, it's, it's just too much. Just, too- just watch the boys. <laughs> it's a better version of this. <laughs> Pretty much. Even Watchmen. Like I feel like Watchmen, the boys, all those superhero shows are better than these. Lovecraft Country. Love- no, it's not okay. superhero. <laughs> Whatever, throw it in. I, I'm sure. I am sure it's better than Titans. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. She's trash, and it makes me mad because I really. Like, can you imagine if it was a good show and Andy Yope, like, because these shows have the power, if they're actually really good and well-received, to change the public zeitgeist or, like, the, the temperament toward what these characters are supposed to look like. Like, if this show was great and Andy Yope was comic accurate with her outfit or maybe, like, whatever made her look more like Starfire, then, in people's minds, Starfire's black now. You know what I mean? Like it, it would become the new standard for what that character is. But when and you're, I, when you're and shitty I, like and I was this, because not because there there are like certain instances where if you look at the way Starfire was drawn, she looked like she has black features. Like she looks like because uh, there are certain artists that did draw her like after like Naomi Campbell. Hmm. They made her orange, but like if you put Naomi Campbell and Starfire side by side, they look. Hmm. 
No, I can see that. So it can work. It's just like yeah, but I'm when saying you, it would be you, canon. Yeah, but well, yeah, when well, you think about it, because like yeah, when they first introduced Starfire, and then they got her and like she looks like a whore, a pimp, like it's <laughs> just like wearing like, a pimp yeah, outfit, pimp. <laughs> all that fur and what, shit. It's like, yeah, <laughs> with, the, with the terrible wig. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that new outfit, like the 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 revision outfit that's like purple. It looks better. It's like Anna Diop is beautiful. Like, why do you, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. It could be so much. Marvel better. just snatch her up and cast her a storm. <laughs> Ooh, that's what they need to do. Huh? I like that. That could work. Ooh, that's not gonna happen. No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> but I like that casting. Oh well. All right. Is that it for news? Yes, yeah, it. All right. Well, fingers crossed. The Titans is actually good. But who cares? There are way better shows you can watch. And people like Attack on Titan, like WandaVision. These are the shows you should be checking out. Coincidentally, the ones we also review. But not the point. <laughs> the point is they're better. <laughs> I guess this is kind of going to be our, our, our thing. We're going to be reviewing Attack on Titan and WandaVision until movies come out. And we'll throw in... Yeah, there's no movies until March. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll throw in anything we watch during the week. I, I might go back and rewatch uh, Dark Side Apocalypse War just to review it. Because I, I did like that movie a lot. Oh, and Storm? Yeah. That matches so much better than her Starfire. Why can't they make Storm dark skin, Michael? What's, <laughs> what's they're not? They're gonna go the America Chavez route and cast a light skin. <laughs> I showed you who they cast as America Chavez, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah light skin as hell. It's like she's she's the color of my the flat hand of my palm. <laughs> Colorism is real, but anyway, that's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. I've been your host Jordan with Michael, and we will see you next week. And whoever the fuck dies. An assassin's bullet on Attack on Titan. You better be sure we'll be here to talk about it next week because I'm going to be fuck, flipping the fuck out, man. <laughs> Don't you die, Levi. I mean, we'll find out in a little bit. Because when, when does the episode drop? Like in an hour, I guess? Yeah, sometime middle of the day and on Sunday, which is today. Yeah, so. I'm to check right now, see if it's on. Oh, my God. I'm definitely... I might do a reaction, like actually record myself watching it just because I know no. whoever gets it. Yeah, it's 3 o'clock and it's still not up yet. Oh, my God. All right. All right, watch out for that, guys. Check my story by the time this episode comes out because I might be crying on my fucking Instagram. All right, guys, peace out. Ciao. Bye.